I can't wait for this, bro. Let's talk for eight hours. <laughs> I want the shits, for man. Real, I like that. man. I just I like love that. talking. No, no, I got so much to say at all times. Good. No, 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 no. I like talking to people that Jake I like on a, even though we never okay, met. Yeah. I just, every time I see you talking, like you say the right shit. I saw you at the Atlanta airport one time. That's so, yo, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's small. Let me run up on now, kid. No, right. I, I just told right, him about right, it. Like, right, right before so we started recording, he was like, yeah, I see Russ. So we was on the same flight coming back here. Yeah. Coming back here from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. You were scared? Nah, he was solo. He should have been scared. No, nah, I, I was. I was by myself, but he was dolo. It was like he was with his his guys, and it's like you know, I just I fuck with him. Some, but I'm like, it's, it might be awkward right now. Like, yo, what's up, man? Like, I don't know why. Because what like I say, you I'm all didn't fuck with me. You feel like I time. didn't. Fuck was with this you? pandemic time? No, this, this before is the pandemic. pandemic. Okay. I don't know why. I just I'm going back. I'm like, nah. I don't think I felt like you didn't fuck with me. I was like, I feel like he's indifferent. That's what I felt. So that's why I didn't go up. I like mm. that word. Yeah, it was just like he doesn't care. I feel like I'm indifferent about some a lot of people sometimes. Yeah, at that time I was just like he doesn't care. So yeah, yeah. Go, like there's there's no beef, but it's like he's indifferent. It doesn't give but a see, it, it's it's weird because I'm the same way. Mm. Like I saw you and I'm like I like this dude, but it was kind of like you know what I mean. Different. Yeah, but it's like yeah. it's awkward. Like what do I say? I don't. Yo, what's up, my mall? That's corny. Like, it's yeah. like, the fuck is that? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's what with, is your, that? with your shoes off in TSA? Yeah, like, come saying? on, don't, like, don't talk yeah, to me with no shoes on. Crazy. Along, sir. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say, but I, I just I was telling Rory about that. I'm like, yeah, I saw Russ one time in Atlanta at the airport, and we uh, flew back to New York together on the same flight. That's the day we got banned from the greeter service because we were snapping on the like greeter lady because she was just what greeter lady? Like when you, so when we fly like commercial, we get the greeter who just fucking. Breezes you through everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we some, just we just got money, so we yeah. we're, we're just oh, learning yeah. about this shit. But sometimes, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, I just got it. Yeah, no, we were waiting in line. I got clear, and I was like, oh, I got it now. <laughs> clear is the biggest finesse because everybody has. You it. just feel guilty. Yeah. No, see, clear with me, like you you make me cut everyone in line. Yeah. And now I'm still in the same line. Exactly. Take yeah. me to a different line. Yeah, that's like, why I got yeah. the pre-check clear. Oh, that's, that's 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 backstage level. door. That's what that is. Yeah. That's not even the VIP. Oh, line. that's where you, you had to go like do an interview and shit. Pretty, oh yeah, the global access. They yeah. they do a whole background check. You find out shit about yourself you didn't even know. All right. Like damn, I got an uncle that did what? No, I got to right. do the shit that um that Biggs was put me on too. Where they come pick you up in the Porsches. Oh, we have that's the tarmac. And they transfer. drive you straight to the plane. You get on like where they load the food and shit at. Like, yeah, that's tarmac. This is, this is starting but out see, as a very relatable podcast yeah, for, I mean, for all that's, our that's listeners out there. But see, Atlanta, they used to used to like be able to guarantee that. Then they just started making it random. Like some days when it's available, some days when. It's oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, because you live in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. I only see. I never see rappers in LAX. Only, only the Atlanta airport. Mm-hmm. Every time I go, it's another rapper where I'm like, oh, did I say something? Yeah. Oh, at least I'm protected by the federal government in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Crazy. If you peace. start trying to jump shit off in the fucking airport, you're a maniac for real. Yeah, I saw um, I saw Dolph the last time I was coming from Atlanta. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, we was on, on the TSA oh, that's right. together. You told me that. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm glad you, you were safe. Because, I mean, if yeah, it was during man, the pandemic, nah, I, Russ couldn't, he couldn't do, uh, listen, man, he couldn't I, do shows where I he was fuck, beating up I rappers backstage. Russ, so I, I thought I like, maybe in TSA he would have to. Nah, I like Russ. I like, because he, you know, I like guys that move on their own shit. And yeah. I just always got that vibe from, like, you're not trying to be nobody else. Nah. You move on your own accord. You yeah. do what you want to do. So I like, I respect you like that. I don't like when you try that. to be somebody else. Like, you are, you're yourself. And yeah. I'm, I respect that from anybody. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Same. Yeah. And I don't want to do the full. Right yeah, we're going. Oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah, know. Absolutely. Okay. Incredible. Um, yeah. I don't want to do the full, story. full, like, background story shit. But off you saying you didn't know if Maul fuck with you. I had said things on our previous podcast, which I walked back. 
because I didn't have the full story of who you were, and I know we had made jokes, and I figured you probably hated me. <laughs> and then, no, I, and see, then Chomp came out, and I was like, because I had heard probably like the bigger records of yours. Yeah. And I probably saw more interviews and more antics than I did music, which mm-hmm. isn't your fault. That's right. just how things get put out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get, I did have a preconceived notion of it. And then first Chomp came out and I was like, oh, I, I need to walk this back. I didn't realize he was yeah. that good. And then but I went I back to the other music. When y'all, when y'all gave the flowers for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that episode. with Because yeah. I don't mind walking shit back when I'm wrong. Yeah. I, I never would that. Yeah. yeah. But I also didn't know he was making jokes. You know, rappers are sensitive. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I think we said he was from... It's a caucus train station or something. We didn't know where he was yeah. from. No, I didn't hear that joke. <laughs> now it's a problem. Now it's, a problem. <laughs> now it's on. Yeah. So, nah, someone right. said he was from Jersey. I was like, oh, where, where in Jersey? And they said, it's a caucus. I was like, the train station? Yeah. yeah. But see, the media, like, I, the media is supposed to have opinions. For mm-hmm. sure. I don't really like, I never really got bent out of shape. Well, I'm not going to say that. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. You're human. Yeah. Like, with the media having opinions, because there was times where I was a hothead and like, I got pissed if anyone had, like, was talking shit with the platform. Mm. I, I don't really mind that. You know what I'm saying? It's more like I got I got offended, which I know like on some emotional shit is like I should be above it. And you you pick who offends you and all these things. But I would only get pissed off when like artists would would talk shit. Because to me, we're supposed to be on the same team. Mm. And you know how this shit goes. You know, like people, you know, mob mentality, smear campaigns, mm-hmm. everyone coming at you for some bullshit. Like, we're all supposed to sort of be under the same understanding that look. At any given time, we'll all probably be the target of some bullshit online right. Yeah. nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. But us as artists shouldn't contribute to another artist's downfall or mockery or mm-hmm. whatever. So when other artists were like talking shit, that's when I was like, you know better. Yeah. You're using your platform to come over here and fuck with me, like, right. and, and basically make your fans not fuck with me. Like, mm-hmm. dog, nah. But, but where do you draw the line? Because hip hop's probably the only genre that is into being competitive. Like, that's, that's, that's part, not, that's yeah, part of they, the genre. They weren't being competitive because they had never even heard the music. It wasn't like, yo, I can rap better than you. Oh, I can sing better. It was like, fuck you, bitch. But it's that's like, okay, that's, yeah, that's that's a reflection that's, of where we at with music now. That's the, not competitive. That's just like that's just like we're all beating up Russ. We're all joking on Russ, and you're getting your licks in mm-hmm. because it's the fun thing to do. But it's like, okay, well, <laughs> well how do you expect me to respond? Right. I mean, that's that's a reflection of of having this in your hand and b- being able yeah. to say anything at any moment. Because I really feel like anytime, even in the '90s, when a rapper was the butt of the joke or getting, mm-hmm. you know. Their, their time. Mm. You know in the studios privately all the other rappers was doing all the shit that the rappers are now tweeting out. That's true. So That's I, true. I think it's there because it is competitive and I feel like artists respect each other but don't like each other just because it is a competitive thing. But and I, they'll, they'll go through, they'll see shit that fans don't see. Like the way you produce everything. I'm sure you've looked at a rapper that literally just shows up to the studio, spits a 16, gets a number one record. You look at them like, all right, man. Like, you don't really do too much. Like, yeah. you look at yourself at a different level. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But at the same time, see, but I don't take it personal. Mm, mm, Meaning- That's the difference. Like, I don't go for personal digs. I might be like, you can't fuck with me in the studio. Yeah. I don't say, fuck you, bitch. You're whack as fuck as a human being. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I like, get that. I get that. That's like, that to me, you're no longer being competitive. You're trying to like uh, insinuate, uh, not insinuate, you're trying to uh, instigate some sort of like- mob mentality that we don't fuck with Russ. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with music. If you want to be competitive, keep it on the music. Mm-hmm. But when you take it aside from music, that's like you just being a bully. Right. And like what, what do you think starts that? 
because I, I feel like when Cole first came out, it was cool to hate Cole just on Twitter. We yeah. knew in real life Cole was selling out crazy yeah. theaters at that time. We mm-hmm. knew it wasn't real. It was just internet shit. And then I feel like you had your time on the internet when it was cool to say Russ was corny. It was cool yeah. to say you don't fuck with yeah. Russ. Meanwhile, what you're selling out and the numbers you're doing are better than the A-listers that are popular on the internet. Right. What, what starts that? Because I never know... I definitely when it becomes cool and, and how we decide to pick that artist to say it's not cool to like that artist. Because that was my thing. Like when we, we knew that you, we were going to have you um, for a conversation. Mm-hmm. My thing was finally, because I, I I always wanted to figure out what's the, because I'm a, I'm not the, the, the typical listener. Yeah. I'm listening for different shit. I hear shit differently. Yeah. So when I hear the talent, I'm like, oh, this, this dude is nice. Yeah. But- I don't know any Russ fans personally. Sure. But I know what you do. And I see the yeah. I see the, the 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 arenas. I see like I'm like, but I don't know anybody that right. like come in the crib and be like, yo, and banging sure. Russ. So I'm just like, where is it at? Sure. So having this conversation with you, that's the one thing I want. It's like, I need to know what is Russ's world? Like, what does that yeah. look like? Well, that's something to 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 Roy's question first, right? Like, where did this shit come from? With Cole, it was music. Yeah. People were just saying Cole is boring. Yeah. It was never people on Twitter being like, you're a piece of shit, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. My shit, the reason why I got what I got, it was never about the music. I feel like, honestly, I feel like people know, even people who don't like me, they know the music's hard. Right. Yeah. I feel like my shit was the opposite. It was like, you're a piece of shit. And it came, I'll tell you exactly where it came from. The first thing was uh, the Everyday Struggle interview. They didn't like how I was on the interview. They didn't like what I said to Nadeska. You okay. feel me? That's what started it, right? Hey, wait, like, what was the quick yeah, I, don't on even, that? I don't remember it, but I don't I remember it. I can go exactly through that. I know these. Like, it was I, an email or some shit? Yeah, it was like, I, vaguely remember. I had, it was miscommunication and me being a fucking, like, you know, mm-hmm. fresh in the game, like, yeah. chip on my shoulder. I'm like, y'all weren't even trying to let me on or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just <clears throat> unnecessary to bring up. Mm-hmm. So, warranted, fine, right? After that, it was the t shirt. So, that was like July 2017. Then, like, September 2017 was the t shirt, the Zans and Lean shit. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And that fucking pissed off uh, so many people, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was me saying that a lot of the production right now sounds the same and it's monotonous. That pissed a lot of people off. And then it was getting, you know, people like altercations and shit. But that was the timeline. And then it was just yeah. like, you know, whatever. But it's like, I. Do you think it was arrogance through that? There Cause, was Because def- arrogance can turn people off, especially if they, they feel you haven't accomplished something to their standard because they don't know you very much. They just see someone that's very arrogant. It's definitely, like, people definitely got offended by the arrogance and there was arrogance Mm -hmm. on my part. At the same time, though, it was rap. Mm -hmm. For sure. You feel me? And what always confused me a lot was like, all right, so, but I've been like this since I was, like, younger. I would, I know how to push people's buttons. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we're talking shit, I'm going to say the thing that's really going to bother you. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like rap is braggadocious and rap, you know, we talk shit, Right. Most rappers will talk shit about you don't have this watch, mm-hmm. you don't have this car. Mm-hmm. I would be like, you don't own your music. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that the one cuts that, a little bit deeper. Exactly. You feel me? I really would be hurts. like, you don't make money. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, but what confused me? What, not confusing because I know because it cuts deeper. But I'm like, wait. So y'all mad what I what I choose to talk shit about? I'm not gonna. I buy designer clothes too. My closet is this. My cars mm. are this too. But. That's not what I choose to brag about. Right. What I brag about is some shit that, like, means something. Right. Ownership. You right. feel me? I think it's Come a thing of uh, uh, people just feel like, because like you said, when you say things like that, 
it stings differently. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, people may feel like what validates you to say that. Yeah. You and know what I'm saying? The face- what validates me to say that is that I actually own my shit. Right. But they, but, but they, but again, and, and you know how it is in the culture. Yes, you own your shit, but they like, but why you, what makes you think you could talk to me like that? Or what makes you think you could say that? Right. See, so, like, yeah, so, you own it, but it's like, but yeah, but why are you bringing that up? So now this was, this is where it all came from. I felt like I wasn't getting the credit, right? Mm -hmm. And the flowers that I wanted, that I deserved. I agree. And, and it stems from, uh, you know, 11 mixtapes, 10 years trying to get on, emailing John mm -hmm. Tanner's at Pigeons and Planes, mm -hmm. yeah. emailing Pitchfork, right? Like Eric Diep, whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. at comp, like mm -hmm. all these writers I used to email back in 2012 with shit like, and would never respond. So it comes from really like trying to get on. Yeah. And when I finally got on, I was like, yo, I still feel like y'all aren't giving me the credit I deserve and what I'm really doing out here. And mm -hmm. and so that's when I started trying to almost like, it, it comes from a really, uh, it comes from a bigging up myself place, but also honestly like a looking for approval place. Just looking for, mm -hmm. Looking for approval from the culture that I'm, obsessed with like yeah. i'm obsessed with hip-hop right you feel me i've been obsessed with hip-hop since i was fucking five like mm -hmm. i love it and when i got into it and when i got on i felt like damn like i'm one of the people who's doing i felt like doing this the right way and yeah. like i'm saying something meaningful mm -hmm. and yeah. like y'all aren't fucking <clears throat> with me but i own my shit right. but I'm just, yeah i did everything right but i did every. you know and what i'm saying I, like i didn't fuck with these like i'm doing you know that's, what I'm saying? that's looking yeah. for validity in the machine that you're talking against though that's that's bro, where it gets a little weird shit, the fact that you say that so my boy boogus he was like bro you came in anti-industry mm -hmm. how do you expect to get industry love when you're anti-industry exactly yeah. it's not even or in be the validated by them when you're saying you shouldn't need to be validated by them <laughs> it's not even in the industry's uh uh best interest to boost my narrative of course mm -hmm. not my narrative being like a mainstream narrative mm -hmm. is a direct threat to the industry itself right so i can't expect gq covers mm -hmm. and this and that because the fuck anti that right <laughs> and if they put me on the cover of everything what the fuck does that mean the record labels are come on dog. yeah, That's, yeah. Not, yeah. and i mean because the narrative now which I, I like that bar um on the album you had said that there's no money in music. I just made 20 million. Like and the industry's dead. dead. Because that is dead. that is the narrative now, which I've pumped too. Like, guys, there's really no actual value in the music. Everything you do around it, you can make money off of, but you get half a penny for a stream. There's really no mm -hmm. money there. But I, that is kind of a false narrative to some it's degree too. It's extremely so false narrative. That's something they've been pumping within yeah. the industry now, like themselves saying, hey, there's no money over here anymore. Like mm -hmm. we got to do it with other stuff. Yeah. And it's clearly still, because you put out, what, three days before? You could literally just buy the shit for 30% off or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, direct to consumer shit. What was the, because me and Rory were talking about that when we was in Detroit. What was the, because th that's when people used to drop projects was Tuesdays. Yeah. That I was know, the thing. I love that. I don't like doing shit when everyone else is doing it. I don't okay. like feeling controlled. I don't like, okay. you got to drop on a Friday. That's when you're with a label and they're worried about like, well, the stores turn over on Fridays right. globally and you get the playlist on Fridays. It's like, and, dog, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm dropping when the fuck I want to drop. Right. And, and that cycle to be number one is easier too when you drop yeah, it on Friday. Yeah, but it's like, I don't, I'm not doing this for numbers. I'm doing this for impact and ill music. You mm -hmm. feel me? And even the $4 album and you get it a day early, that was just to break the mold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was just because, dog, Adele did what, 852 week one? 
If she offered her album up for four dollars, you get it a day early. She would have done three million. Mm-hmm. And so, but labels would never go for that because they're so ridiculously obsessed with margins and like yeah. pleasing the partners. For sure. and, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's just like dog. Like I'm just trying to show people. I because I, I had this epiphany. It's like I was talking to myself. I'm like, bro, you're independent, right? Act like it. Mm-hmm. Do shit that they can't do. Right. And and for the most part, the consumer has proven <clears throat> that they'll pay for shit. Look at all the subscription we have. Oh, I have yeah. fu- I have fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's how that's and, how they're still getting us, right? Because you used to pay what whatever it was for cable, and you get everything. Yeah, right. Now you pay ten for Netflix, ten, 10 for Hulu, yeah. ten. And 12, it ends yeah. up yeah. being the same one. Yeah, but it's exactly. proving that that consumers are going out and purchasing different subscriptions, not just mm-hmm. going to Verizon FiOS and now I get the shit. That's the only bill I pay. They'll pay a bunch yep. of different people, but typically people with Spotify or Apple will Apple to pay for Spotify. Most people do the free shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So music for the most regard is free right now. Yeah. But the consumer is still willing to purchase shit. So the I can't understand why artists aren't doing shit like that. Like, all right, you want this shit a week early? Pay two bucks. Because mm-hmm. they haven't trained their audience to even think like that because yeah. they themselves don't think like that. Mm. I've had That's conversations with artists that, like, it hasn't even dawned on them to sell merch yet. <laughs> I'm like, dog, <laughs> you go into Gucci and sell Gucci every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, you, you help Gucci sell throughout hip-hop. Mm. You don't think that you could have the same power with your own merch like right. sell your own merch like right. the reason why artists can wear Gucci and Gucci sales go up is because we as a collective society agree that this artist is really cool and whatever they're wearing is cool right yeah. do it with your own merch right I mean yeah, we've obviously seen it with Griselda and everything they've been doing it's been <clears throat> so cool saying, to wear so, out to actual but if dinners. your fans <laughs> like if you if you don't have that type of audience where like they're they're not even we don't give a fuck about what you got going on outside of these songs mm-hmm. then it's like you know, but do you rap. expect an artist to know that? Like, I, f- I feel like that makes the great artist businessmen that we don't see very much of because artists kind of think with one part of their brain and that's yeah. in a very artistic way. Yeah. It may not lean over outside of what I'm doing in the booth. So I is, guess, I, is that more of a we should be talking to their team and whoever their manager is? Because that should be their brain. Not every, And I, I've seen a lot of artists compromise their music because they are just musicians they're not right. businessmen and then they go try to be businessmen and the music suffers because they're trying to do too much yeah yeah because not every artist is that mogul and that's okay yeah like some of the greatest probably a majority of the greatest artists of our time are not good business people yeah. they're artists yeah and that's true. okay and if they went and go just focused on business shit i don't think we would have gotten the, the same art, art. suffer <laughs> you think if you had that's true though because i spent a lot of time like the last two weeks just thinking about like everything going on with you and your career. You think if you had like a cosign from like That's why I said on the album, biggest yeah. rapper without a cosign. But I think that I didn't think about that I, too. I'm I not think sure if I agree. I, think I would it's be necessary the big, though. Dog, I would be the biggest artist, swear to God, I'd be the biggest artist in the world if a reputable cosign from the get-go was like, yo. Yeah. I always call it the cultural hug. Mm-hmm. Like amongst mm-hmm. my friends. It's like when they do this to you. Yeah. If you walk in the gate like this, yeah. your music gets heard differently. But when was the last time we saw that really, really work? That was a thing for a while. A cosign? When, when has been the last? I mean, I feel like what Yo Gotti has done might be yeah, the most uh, relevant one yeah. to, to the cosign and seeing it work. But outside of that, is there a real cosign now? That it's more. It's not even necessarily just about the fans. It's about behind the scenes. For sure. You got to, you know, if you got someone like this walking you around the industry, mm-hmm. It's it helps. It's different. Well, it's a yeah. Yeah, business cosign is drastically different than just well, the rapper. But that business cosign can get you those perception looks. Yep. Magazine covers that make the rest of the 
common folk be like, oh, he is really lit. He's Yeah, he's really that, that but guy. But that's really just because you had the right dude walk you in the room. So, all right, well, then let me ask you, because you do pump the anti-industry shit. Mm-hmm. Let's use Rock Nation just for, for an example. Sure. Not as a label, but as a management company. Yeah. Is that something you're open to compromising on to be a bit more industry where you would get that co-sign to walk into buildings, not from a label perspective, but this is my manager now. It's like, it's funny because I've had, I've had ideas of it's conf it's internal conflict of like, if it's fuck the industry, then it's fuck the industry all the way through, all the way through. Mm. If it's fuck the industry, but I want the cover of GQ and Rolling Stone, then how much can it be fuck the industry? Missionary so, fuck. And so, <laughs> <laughs> Not doggy style. Missionary fuck. And so fuck, the yeah. dilemma. <laughs> nice the, and slow. Yeah, 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 the yeah, dilemma, yeah. because I'm stubborn, is I want to say fuck the industry and get industry looks still my way mm-hmm. just off of sheer like, come on. Like, I want, like my goal is this, bro. I want to get so big just with my cult following because I know I can take this shit to the roof because mm. I can do the hits and the raps. I want to get so big with my cult following where it's like, you have to fuck with me. You look crazy if you don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because honestly, I feel like Drake never really got a lot of industry love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like Drake uh, is just at the point and nah, got that, to a point. That Wayne cosign was the Wayne cosign was crazy for sure, but yeah. I still feel like the industry wanted to not fuck with Drake. Oh yeah, in the beginning I on think a media was, publication, yeah. something yeah, yeah, yeah. like very early, yeah. very very early though. It yeah. didn't last very long though. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, it didn't last long, but it's like, and I'm sure obviously he had any opportunity he probably wanted, but it's mm-hmm. like I still feel like there's that chip on his shoulder where he wants to still like the media and the hip hop voice of like approval mm-hmm. still isn't all the way there but it's like it's inspiring to me because I'm like damn if Drake himself isn't even fully mm-hmm. embraced by the culture on some like or if he feels that way or if he feels that way yeah. then dog maybe this is just par for the course well Drake's was kind of all behind the scenes like where we were talking with you and Cole where it was on Twitter and we saw that yeah. and it was part of your career Drake's was I think behind the scenes before Young Money when he was getting turned down by Sylvia Rohn saying you'll never be marketable type shit. And then when he really got on allegedly the higher ups trying to stop him with the meek beef and like everyone was kind of conspiring like this mm. new force that was in the industry we kind of have to team up and make sure yeah. he doesn't surpass us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where Drake gets that chip. We don't see where the chip comes from. True. Like Drake will say bars on even current albums of like I never got love nobody ever fucks with me and I'm like I think he's the number one artist in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's speaking from a place that I don't think we know about Personally, that's what I'm saying. because that's what the I fans all fuck with him. He's talking the, about yeah. what I'm talking about, where it's like he's just so big with his cult following mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter if the industry fucks with him, but he's probably still like, how do y'all not fuck with me in the industry? I'm me. Like, yeah. look what I've done. Yeah. And it's kind of how like my my thing too is like, I'm not sitting here pumping poison, like asking, why mm. don't y'all fuck with me? Mm-hmm. I'm get I'm I'm saying shit that really needs to be said mm-hmm. objectively, not just because I'm saying I'm saying shit that objectively really needs to be said. Like, yo, y'all should own your music. Mm-hmm. Yo, you you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck giving Gucci thirty grand. Mm-hmm. Put thirty grand into your merch. Put you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. can I can I ask you something like that though? Yeah. Do you agree with right message, wrong messenger? Sometimes. I do. I do. And l- let do. me finish because I know what you're about to say. Yeah. You would be the right messenger because you did it. You, yes. proved, you proved it can be done. Yeah. I'm asking this because I've said plenty of things that have been right on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I look back at it and I said, oh, that's a white face saying that. Oh, yeah. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> 
Well, that's like, that's so, the reality. So like when you but get on everyday that. struggle and it's saying like, ha ha, I own all my shit. Y'all don't own y'all shit. It can come across like, who is this white guy oh, saying this shit to me? Of course. <laughs> like not. it's easier for him to own his own shit. Yeah, like, of so course. I think that you have oh, to yeah. think. Be, be I've it, had to come back on that a lot. Being a white dude in black culture coming through talking about, why don't y'all own y'all shit? You need to own your comes off insane yeah and you don't want to hear it from me mm-hmm. because historically i'm the oppressor yeah. right you feel me mm-hmm. so it comes off like the oppressor telling us why are you oppressed yes mm-hmm. and it's like there's nothing i can do at this stage of the game there's nothing me personally russell vitale can do mm. about that what i feel like though is if i'm going to make money off of black culture it's my responsibility to contribute something that can help i agree so I agree However you feel is however you feel. I'm not going to stop trying to help you on. And that's why I've had to check myself in just the tone and the, in the delivery where it's Mm -hmm. like, let me make it clear that my intention is to help Mm y'all. That's always what it was, but it came off sometimes more like, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm doing like all this great shit. You should fuck with me. Yeah. As opposed to like, yo, like y'all are all so incredible. Y'all stream more than me. Like Mm -hmm. you should own your shit. You Mm -hmm. like, Rappers, we talk all this money shit. You mm. want real money? Own your shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, from the mouth of the aesthetic wise, the oppressor, mm-hmm. that shit is that shit is like I mean, that's I get, cool, dog. I, Shut up though. I get what you're saying, but I would be culture, bigger if I was quiet. That's a fact. I, well, I had that mm, bomb. But on you want to be who you life. are though. And if that's, that's not th- who you are, you know what I mean? Well, so that's the thing. Here's what me and my boy were talking about. It's like, all right, I know for a fact this, right? If I was quiet and I said it on Shake the Snow Globe. Sometimes I think about if I was quiet, how much bigger I'd be. Because mm. the truth, you see the artists who come in and just shake hands, kiss babies, mm-hmm. ruffle no feathers. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what they think about. It. They might be racist on the low, but right. we don't know. Right. Because yeah. you never speak. You never right. say anything. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, I could have done that. And maybe I would have been bigger. But here's the shit that would have really eaten me up. What if I would have kissed ass and still been getting shunned exactly and then i then yeah. i'd be real pissed. exactly but so no, then, then all that validity you wanted from the industry you get it and realize it's not worth shit and that's what <laughs> i've had to like that's bro the past couple of months i've been like what does any of that shit mean anyway dog there's people who have covers of magazines uh this award that award it's like i i feel like very few people have the impact i have mm. in real life like what I've done to people's minds, you feel mm-hmm. me? Like what I have done to people's, I'm not talking about you gave us a couple party songs that we turn up to. That shit, like, I always look at it like this. When you die, if you're an artist, when you die, what would a fan do to honor you? And that's okay. your legacy. Mm. I know for me, I know what fans would do to honor me. Mm. Believe in yourself and own your shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? For a lot of these artists, what would a fan do to honor you? Turn up? Right. The party has to end at some point. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I know at the end of the day, fuck numbers, fuck all of that. My impact, when I'm dead, it's a wrap, bro. Mm. When I'm dead, this shit's going through the roof. Because my impact on people's minds and spirit, I wrote a book <laughs> of my right. belief system. Mm-hmm. It's cemented. How has that changed how you've approached music with focusing on impact? Rather, I'm than- way more aware of, of the intention of what I'm trying to actually accomplish. Mm-hmm. I know like... Because when you're younger, you're just making shit. You're just making shit. It's all like external. Yeah. I've internalized a lot more shit now, mm-hmm. which has its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're just like living externally, mm-hmm. it's very like free and you're not, you're not censoring yourself. Mm-hmm. When you, 
internalize a lot of things. You you can second guess and whatever, but I really know it's bigger than me now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I really know I have a platform and I really try to make a conscious effort to, even on a chomp too, where some of my female fans might be like, well, there's not, there's no losing control. There's no yeah, R&B yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. They got a hook but on I, faith. But I also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a melody or two. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, but I know that they also, see, that's the thing. The, the women who listen to me, they aren't just like listening for the heartbreak songs. It's because I've also helped their mindset and changed their life in that way. So I make sure to have those motivational bars. Mm-hmm. It's not a rust song if there's no motivation in it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I was, but I was great to say, uh, because you said like the GQ covers and things like that, like the the shit that we deem is the cool, good looks. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, you know, and, and it's, it's corny, but it's part of the culture. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've been tied to like any like famous women. Like the, what mm-hmm. about that route? Like I can't, once again, it's that same sort of thing where I just got to be me. And I never like... I've been with beautiful women who, mm-hmm. you know, have a following, whatever it is. But it's like, I never was dating them so that For dudes the look. could tell me that yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also ripped them apart on your intro. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, <laughs> this fucker started I like, that, listen, he started man. that whole, his whole album with, yo, bitch, I've, I've never wanted to date you. Like, right. you should become a better person and, and get some <laughs> self-awareness and realize that we've never even had a meal together. But, that, but that, that's <laughs> honest, though. Yeah, it's but that's that helps, no, it's the, the, oh, no. the women just dating, like, the, the, the no, for sure. popular I know, women? That's, another, that's what I'm saying. That's like playing the game. Yeah. You feel me? Like, But I like that game. It's cool, but it's like, all right, yo, you want to go to Nobu? And then I call Van Lathan and say, yo, have TMZ outside Nobu for mm-hmm. in two hours. That's how I know I, you're not in the industry. I'm about to pull up with Van, Van ain't been at TMZ for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, I know yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> But not that route. Like not that but corny. That's the, but just like no one would know it's corny because what what does the internet see? Uh paparazzi images of you walking out of Nobu yeah. holding you, hands with the R and B singer. But you know yeah. what's also corny? Seek, like seeking out a woman because she's famous and it may help my career. Yeah, no, it's corny. Like, no, I want to like the girl. I can't bring my like. Also, I just like having at least one element of my life still private. Mm-hmm. You yeah. feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, and, and I just, I don't know. I do a, when I was younger, I did a lot of things for approval. Mm-hmm. Same. I think we all do. Dating, uh, and I still do sometimes, but women was never one of them. Mm-hmm. I never was like. Oh fuck, man! I know y'all want to fuck this girl. I'm about to put her on my IG store and be like, "Look who I'm with." That's weird. I was, ne- but there's so many rappers. As soon as they, I can still call them weird. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so weird. Oh, shit. So weird. It's, yeah. it's, but it's, 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 it's bad now though. Like it's bad the amount of women that artists date. Like it's like the same women. It's like y'all are homeboys, and like he was just with her four months ago. Oh yeah, but I mean they don't give a fuck about that. It's nasty. I had to take. I had to take ask me the time. One of these like you know. Models popping, whatever. Like, we don't know what you like. You never post like what you like. We, we women want to know what you like. Are you gay or something? Like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, this is why this is what's fucked up with social media. Mm-hmm. Y'all are so entitled to celebrities' private lives that if we don't show you it, you think there's something up. There's something. Have you heard of private? private. <laughs> right, right, right. How dumb and fucking yeah. like down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. of like 
everything's got to be for the look, mm-hmm. are you, dog? Like, which isn't I, even privacy. You're just doing shit to do it at that point. Yeah, yeah. like what, like. Come on, bro. If, if that's what I wanted to do, I would move to L.A. for four months. I pop out at Nobu every three weeks with a different chick. She'd understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the game I would play. That shit is corny. Well, no, you in the right city. You in Atlanta. That's true. You in the right spot. Atlanta, Atlanta has the bad ones that aren't popping. Yeah. Those are the ones. Yeah. yeah. 500 followers. You find one of those gems. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you did say... Roy, that's not specific. <laughs> right? Find the one with 503 <laughs> followers? Follows 36? Listen, y'all going after famous chicks. I'm trying to find the least famous chick on earth. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, you said on the intro, uh, speaking outside of that with women, your father's uh, twice over divorce, you think it's hereditary. Where, where are you at? Because that That's was one of my favorite bars, that, to no, be that, that was hard. When you started the album with that, I was like, oh, all right. I yeah. see where this is going. So where are you with women having that mentality, thinking that, all right, I've never probably seen a relationship really work. And now I'm also on top of that. My father wasn't famous (laughs) and had Instagram. Mm. So where does that put you in a mind state of even thinking a relationship could work? Man, um, it's tough because I was. I was looking at what I thought was a successful marriage for a long time. Mm. They Mm. didn't get divorced till. 25 26 I'm 29 you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it was one of those situations though where I think if my mom could have left financially if she could have she would have yeah, a long okay. time ago yeah and she left a long time ago is what I think you know what I mean emotionally yeah. that's even where like bankrupt kind of came from even mm-hmm. with my brother and like his pat like I left a long time ago yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and what it really did to my head was like damn I really thought that like you go through 26 years of life thinking that the arguments and the whatever is a good marriage. Well, because they're still together. Yeah. This must just be what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then it breaks up and then you look around and you realize, damn. All right. So now including myself, I know nobody who has parents still together. My manager, mm. my best friends, all, anyone around me, no one's got a, no one's got parents still together. So I look at that and I'm like, I love my girl, but weddings scare me. Mm. I can't fight the force. My dad is twice divorced. Might be hereditary. It's like, mm. I don't know. Right. I, I can't I can't say maybe five years ago I was like yeah a marriage would be cool I can't say that now mm-hmm. shit I can't say that what what do I look like just being 15 like in la la land yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean well, what's your longest relationship been um you like a seven monther a lot of times, right? Seven, no, those, no, no, those seven months is yeah. No, those seven months be making the great songs. Nah, but like two years, two three years. Okay. okay, so that's enough time. I feel like that conversation would come up. Well, from a girl. my thing is like honestly, I was only in like really, um, like when I would be in relationships, I would take it dumb serious. I would think that that was the end all be yeah. all. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's just like man. I don't know. I try to just live in the present because of the marriages that have crumbled all around me. I'm just like, I don't know. And if it, and if a girl wants marriage and that's the absolute end all be all and you need to know right now, I can't tell you right now because mm. I may never get married. Try, try to say that to a woman that loves you. Good luck. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but but you know what? It's like, see, the thing that I've always like been perplexed about is if I tell you what it is and I show you what it is. Not, I'm not saying if I tell you we're not dating, but I'm taking you on trips and da 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 da. Why do you think we're dating? If I tell you we're not dating, if I tell you you need a boyfriend, if I show you, you need a boyfriend. we're not dating, <laughs> yeah. 
And you need a boyfriend. We never go out to eat. <laughs> we just like, had this conversation. And you episode. still, that's where, that's where that line came from. Yeah. There's women that I've never shared a meal with that think we shared feelings. How do we share feelings? We never even ate. Well, that's, right. that's because you got to realize how low the bar is that Oh yeah, they, you they typically the, talk to dudes that they can't have a real conversation with yeah, to save their yeah. life. So you have one fake, deep, regular conversation the way you just speak to people that sure. you talk to and respect. Oh, he and fucks with me. And they're going to be like, me. oh my God, I've never felt this vibe before. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it gets scary. Then you become toxic. It's like, nah, that's it's just the type of person I am. I'm that's not, not going to respect shake the you. That's why globe. It's like, oh, so I got to dog you to make it super clear I don't fuck with you. That like... Some yeah, like, women, why I gotta do that? Some What's women only give you that alternative though, yeah. where it's like, oh, so if I'm just like, if we just have conversation, we obviously there's sex involved, but you know I'm doing what I'm doing. I assume you're doing what you're doing. We don't go out to eat. We're not doing any of that type of shit. So it's like, all right, how does that not show you what this is? Right. And the alternative for me to make it super clear that that's not what it is is to dog you. And you don't want to do that. And why would like yeah. why am I for? Because then if I do that, oh, he's an asshole. Right. It's There's like, no how about you just like accept the reality of the situation or don't? Mm -hmm. The other thing, right? Women think they can change your mind through pussy mm -hmm. and enough of it. That pussy's powerful though. Nah, but I'm saying, but it's like, that's why I said, but enough of stubborn women who be thinking they too pretty to get curved. Yeah. It's like. That's my I, bag. You in my bag now. That's it's my like, bag. <laughs> it's like, I understand mm -hmm. that. You live this life where you turn down men. Mm -hmm. And the one you went after, he's like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. And it's not girlfriend shit for him. And so now you're feeling like, yeah, all right. right. Watch when I put this pussy on you for six months. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, but then right, his well, mind doesn't change. change. Yeah, now he's the bad guy. How's he, he told you what it was. Yeah, He didn't switch up. You switched up. Because at the beginning, you said, no, I get what's going on. Or that's I know all you can offer. I know it's not that. It's pussy. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's even if she can offer more, it's like if it's like if that's all I want out of this situation right now, that's the only place emotionally I'm available for right now. And I tell you that from the get go. If in six months I still feel the same, yeah, that's not that's not my fault. It's not a knock. You didn't have to stick around. I told mm. you what it was. Hey, Rory, look, you know I'm not the astrology guy, but you know this was the conversation we had last episode, and you and Damaris called me toxic when he's saying exactly what I'm saying. I'm How dead honest through the whole shit. No, no, if you're honest, <laughs> see, if you're honest from the jump, then it's fine. No, you, but that's, you could that's a, me. You could be an asshole with your honesty, but that doesn't make you toxic. When you lie, now you become toxic. When you manipulate, Honestly, what that's makes when it you... toxic is if I tell you, look, the sky is red, and you think, all right, well, in the next six months, I'm going to get you to think it's blue. If in six months I still, still say think, it's yeah. red, you're the idiot for thinking yeah. you were going to change, change my, my mind. mind. Right. Yeah, I get it. That's why I said running after someone who don't want you, you desert yourself. Mm. I've been told you I don't want you like that. Mm -hmm. You still ran after me. That was on you. I told you to go get a roster. But no, but then women women will say, but you you still allowed me to. Like, and the, I allowed you to be in my life in yeah. the capacity that I told you I was cool with. I set the boundary. Uh, if I set the boundary and you're cool with the boundary, I'm going to have to assume that you're cool with the boundary. The boundary yeah. Because mm -hmm. if you're like, all right, you know what? I got too many feelings for you and I can't just keep having sex with you without any sort of commitment, exclusivity, then that's what you're saying. If you would have said that, mm -hmm. right? And then I would say, well, I can't give you that. Then we go our separate ways and it's fine. And mm -hmm. respect each other. And respect each other. But if I tell <laughs> you this is the boundary, we're not exclusive, you don't have to be cool with it, mm -hmm. and you show up, that tells me by actions you're cool with it. So don't pop up in six months like, why are you doing this? Why? You? Well, hold on. Right. 
you didn't have to partake. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know. what's your ghost game like? Because you seem like you like you ghost you ghost women a lot. Like I get that vibe from you. <laughs> like you like you like one of the Ghostbusters. Like I get that vibe. Uh, Ghostbusters. I mean, is funny. just <laughs> I guess just block. That's your oh you block. If it's too, if it's like yo, if it's too out of control, like yeah. it's getting too crazy. Block for sure. Block. I don't know if I've ever. I mean, I'm not on on y'all status. I don't know if I ever had to block a woman for like oh, nah, going I've had to block several. Yeah, I've had, I've to, had block. to block numbers, but not like actually like social media and that shit. Oh no, I've I definitely had to block. had to block numbers. Yeah, you block social media too. Yeah. yeah, I don't like because I'm cutting off like all access. Oh, you one of those guys? Yeah. Once it's like, once you violated like the boundary, and you did too much, and you just crossed a certain line, it's like I'm revoking your access. You no longer can enter this club. I mean, <laughs> like, I feel, <laughs> you know that's like, crazy. <laughs> I feel like my number is access to me. I've I've never felt like social media is access to me. That's why I've never cared. To but he's, he's more so he don't even want it. He don't even want like. Oh no, I, no, I get what he's yeah, saying. Once yeah. I'm done with, like, I just don't even want to see your name pop up anywhere because I just don't even like that energy. I don't What's like, like a line cross? Like if a woman does this entitlement. Like a, that's where it's, that's <laughs> Russ is crazy. He's right though. Entitlement. Entitlement. If I just met you, I'm like that with everybody though, men and women. Yeah, same. Yeah. But if I just met you, I don't even care if I just met you. Like this music shit is what. Is what I'm putting over everything. That's how I feed my whole family. No, right. no one yeah. in my family has jobs. No one. You mm -hmm. feel me? Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is what I have to do. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, let's keep it real. If I wasn't doing this, you wouldn't even know me to DM me. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So don't ask, oh, you can't step out of this. You can't at least just tell me you're in the studio. No. What the? Why do you think mm -hmm. I have to tell you what I'm doing and give you an itinerary? You didn't mm -hmm. tell me you were shooting your OnlyFans content today. Right. So why, why, <laughs> I gotta, why I gotta tell you I'm in the studio? Especially when you're not my girl. Like, my like my family doesn't ask me for like, yeah. you can't tell me, like, yeah. put it like this, right? If my mom, my family, no one has ever asked me, yo, you can't, like, at least give us a heads up when you're in the studio. Mm -hmm. What the fuck makes you think you, who I've known for less than a year of my 29-year-old life, right. has any audacity? Get the fuck out of here. You're just used to men saying how high when you say jump. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Right. Go get one of those who's happy to be in the presence of, you know, a seven. Like, right. it's crazy. I like, I like this talk. <laughs> he talking spice. But now I'm, I'm toxic, though, even yeah. though I said I wasn't. No, so I'm still toxic, though. No, but it's just like, I just feel like, that's why I wrote I Love Me, uh, I put out like two years ago by Boy Wonder, produced by Boy Wonder, because it's like, I don't think, I think men do a terrible job at handling rejection for the most part. 100%. But I also think, Pretty women who have been deemed desirable by the opposite sex on a large scale have a horrendous time at dealing with rejection because they reject so often mm -hmm. that it's rare for them to go after someone. And when they do, and that one out of their million DMs, mm -hmm. like doesn't give them what they want. It's like their whole world crumbles. Their identity is like, what do you, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. I remember I, I hadn't even met a chick, right? Never even met this girl. She DM me. The next day, swear to God, the next day she texts me. She goes, you know, we don't have to do all this. Oh, no, it was two days later. She said, we don't have to do all this like one text a day shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Already putting rules on it? Like, what? I was like, what do you what do you mean? She's like, you're making it so hard for me. And I said, to do what? Mm -hmm. Never mind. And it's like, because I know what she was trying to get at. She was thinking that, oh, you was gonna go because all out. you're you, <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be like, yo, good morning. Yeah. What are you? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, 
I don't grand rising. Right. Like yeah. what like why? Why like why can I not also just be in like we're getting to know each other not even that like yeah we haven't even met you right you're texting me for one day already trying to set like parameters on the amount you're already of feeling some type of way about something yeah like nah i'm entitled to more than one text from you a day says who right but that, that goes who? back to validity I know, I, I know you're you right i'm me right i'm I gotta, me i, I know you feel too. yourself but i feel myself too but that, that goes to the validity when they compare it to a bunch of fucking fake pages and weirdo avvies of these dudes saying, I'll mm-hmm. fucking suck a fart out your butt. Go and, get them. Oh, yeah, like, and they'd be like, oh, <laughs> go oh, get them. No, right. Exactly. Get but I'm saying they get they get their validity <laughs> from seeing strangers say a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And that's where their confidence is built up from. And mm-hmm. then they meet somebody in person that doesn't need to suck a fart out your butt to like you. Right. And they have no idea how to operate because their entire validity has came from this fucking comment. And not only that, Rory, but it's, you know, a lot of of these women deal with rappers and entertainers. That's not even gender specific because I know dudes that act that way too. Oh yeah. (laughs) How do you deal with, um, example, uh, you you meet a girl, beautiful, and she only lets you hit one time and she never speaks to you again. Fire. Fire. I like this dude. (laughs) Fire. I fuck with that heavy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's where that's where I disagree yeah. with you. I, I yeah, fuck with nah. that. What? I fuck with that heavy. Curve me. Oh, fuck, you after respect, one hit? I respect that. What? Nah. I'm not trying to wife you. I can't take one shot. I'm not trying to wife nah. you. I don't need the headshot. If, if it's the intention. Spray I'm not trying up. to wife you. Yeah, but you ain't trying to wife, but Russ, one smash? We just said and I And she I, never speaks to you is. again? Why does nah, that offend you? It's not hold that on, it offends on, me, but it's like, on. I got I to gotta double back. It's I'll three condoms in the box, you, bro. I got to. Nah, 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 nah. I'll tell you. Here's the difference. It's a, when, when you're like single living that life, when I was like doing all that crazy shit, right? I'm not like, I almost want that. I want like, if that's the time I'm on, I'm being single and I'm just out here being like experiencing women at, you know, a level mm-hmm. and at an access point that I feel like is a blessing, like, like a couple different ones a week, whatever it is. It's like, nah, we get together once and then you never talk to me again. That's lit. I was going over here tomorrow anyway. That's beautiful. So you're not, you're not going to bother me again? You promise? Like, no, I was like, no, I know what you mean, but I'm, I'm saying like, what if it was cool? Great vibes. The sex was crazy. Well, then, then make her your ne- girlfriend if it's that cool. Not, not after, no, we not okay, doing well, not after one night. Okay, then it not really matter though. Not after one hit. We ain't doing that. But I'm if, just, I, if I double back after, because I thought the vibe was so great and then I get curved. Is what you're saying? Oh well, but yeah. then it's like, like she don't, I don't. I don't. It just shouldn't matter. It's just your intention, like. But you would want to know, like, damn, what like, happened? You wouldn't even want to know. I got no, sense. No, my, my shit 30s. was probably whack. It's all good. Live to fight another day. I'm like, with you on that one. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta fuck through the pain. It's just like. But if it's good, you gotta. It, that's like. That's like. Oh, no, bro, there's too many women out here to be getting hung up on a chick you don't even know. Oh no, no, why. I listen. You're talking to the. I'm the president of that club, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I also. Have been in a situation where it's like you meet a girl, beautiful, great vibe. I have a similar situation where it wasn't like, oh, got together once and then curved me. It was like we had like a weekend in New York, right? And that's how like we like that was our first time. Sounds like a movie. Let me me hear this. This sounds like a movie. Snowy. Oh, does Maul know her? Probably. (laughs) Nah, but like we had like a weekend in New York and she was hella cool. And we were like snowed in, smoking blunts, listening to like the marathon. Yeah, yeah. Eating fucking Greek food and empanadas and shit like that. You know what I mean? And she was hella cool. And I remember like, I guess I just got fucking sprung for a second. Mm -hmm. We get back to Atlanta and I'm hitting her kind of on some like Yo, what the fuck? You're not gonna tell me about this. Like, I was tripping for a second. Yeah, 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 it happens. But then I had to catch myself. Yeah. I'm like, 
Nah, you're moving how you're supposed to move. Right. Like, exactly. Right. And so then it was cool. Ever, like, you just have to catch yourself if it's that situation where, whoa, you went into this thing, this is going to be one time. She's actually hella cool. Sex is great. Whatever, whatever. You maybe want to see her again, but she's like, listen. It I'm was, that's it. Yeah. Dude, the way I'm moving. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Like, that's like when you go on vacation to an island and you have such a good time in three days, you're like, I think I could move here. Yeah. Right. Like, I think yeah. I could live like, nah, dog, you just saw the resort of Jamaica. You ain't Ooh, going, you're going to get robbed. Right, right, <laughs> Day right. Like 17, you, you're yeah. like, this ain't it. Yeah, this ain't it. No, it, it be those like snowed in weekends or those random shits where it's like, damn, Beautiful. I'm in a city for three days oh, and yeah. I just stayed at her crib. Beautiful. Yeah. She's into the same shit I'm into. Yeah. But you only saw, you saw the resort. You yeah. don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I, I just think that, you know, sometimes, you know, you meet somebody, and like you said, you had those moments and it's like, but when it just like, that's it, it's kind of like, well, damn, you just, as a, as a man, you just want to know, okay, what, I what guess it depends on how much work you were putting in prior. Oh know? yeah. No, that's, that's I, when dudes go crazy and I start doing I'm wild saying, shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if it was just on some, like, she DM'd you, you DM'd her back saying, pull up. Y'all smash. She never hits you again. It's like who cares? Oh no! Oh, that's in that fun. situation, that's but, all I'm yeah, talking but, about. Yeah, oh yeah, no. Nah, but nah, that nah. situation can also lead to wifing it. That's not crazy. me. That's just not for me. Right, I'm not y'all that are guy. one of those people you got to put in mad work, and that's gonna be wifey. You if can't I, hit the first night. If I DM night you and, and say pull up, can, you and can, you pull up, and I hit, I'm not wifing you. Nah, you can hit the Why first not? night. What if, what if your wife? vibe is just that ill, Moff? Nah, we ain't I'm not wifing. I ain't <laughs> no, doing that. It depends if the intention of the message, if it was only a sex link up. Yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. But then, like, we know what it is. Then it's All right, but y'all are too cool. Sometimes those sex link ups where y'all think we're just fucking leads because we both know we're just fucking. We see each other a lot because we feel like there's no strings attached. There's mm-hmm. no pressure. There's no anything. Mm-hmm. That can lead to me going, no, nah, I kind of like this bitch. That's what, that's what I'm, that was my situation. <laughs> but with do you like her just about. the fact that you just can fuck nah, whenever you want? But that's when but, I had to check myself. that's how you get myself. to know a chick when there's really nah, no strings attached. That's when I had to check myself and be like, well, of course she's doing that with him. Yeah, for sure. So then that's when you need to be like, all right, let me chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like this guy, man. What borough you was in? Uh, nah, we were in, in Manhattan. It was Lower East Side. Yeah, he got to mm. be Manhattan. Snowing, Greek food, Manhattan. Lower I don't know. East maybe she, maybe she had a, a an apartment. I don't know. Ludlow Hotel used to be my shit, man. Oh man, that's what I got. So that's where that legendary was. nights. I could see you kind of held up in a one bedroom in Crown Heights with some chick with five hundred followers from Brooklyn. You seem like the type in Crown Heights. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> Russ is keeping it in Manhattan, and that's it. I don't I'm know keeping that. it Lower East Side in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and oh yeah, Bro- Brooklyn at Williamsburg. What hotel nah. is that in Williamsburg? The uh, there's a new one, like a new five star boutique one, right? The the tall, the real tall one, Williamsburg Hotel, William Vale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Vale. Okay. That's that's that a nice little hotel. The yeah. rooms are kind of small. You got to kind of get the suite, but like that's, that's weird though. You live you live in New York. Why would you know what the the rooms in a city you live in. Very interesting. That's, that's a you weird thing that you would know. <laughs> you know, I was... Sta- sta- I, little staycation? I like to, yeah, that's, uh, a, that's the thing. I like to check out rooms in the city. I definitely use that corny line with a chick. Staycation? In, in New York. Yeah, you want to do a little staycation? Those are fly, though. Staycations are fly, though. No, but I just didn't want her to come to my house. Same. Ah, Same. didn't want to know where I lived. You romanticized the yeah, like exactly. Nah, come on, that's exactly. a little Central Park West. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I be at. Yeah, right yo, that's where they film Home Alone. It's one of my spots. <laughs> that's where I be at. It's one of my spots. Yeah, she gotta think you a hoe if you got a spot, a hotel spot in your city. Well, women know when you're a hoe. They could, they 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 know. That's women fine. know. We could try to hide it, but they know. Yeah, they know. They know. So yeah. then, no, move accordingly. Did that's you think? With you. Did you think any of your chicks was full of shit? When they text you and say, yo, love the album, and you know they don't like rap music? They only None like your R&B songs? Because <laughs> they only like the R&B songs. 
<laughs> we can get into this album because I feel like we've been talking about everything but it. Yeah. Which I've on. liked and I've enjoyed. Thank you. But uh, Chomp 2, what, what mm-hmm. made it go to an album rather than the EP from the first one? To prove the point more, you know? Mm. Uh, I think five songs, like, it's like, oh, all right, he can, like, cool. It's like this cute little thing. He can rap a little bit. Mm-hmm. 14 is like, all right, hold on. Yeah. He's, like, kind of good at this, you know? It's just more, it's more confident. It's it's just, it drives the message home more, which what I was trying to say is that I can rap my ass off mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. That's why I didn't want to produce a lot of it. Um, that's why whenever you see the Chomp brand, it's going to be outside legendary production with outside legendary features because it's like, who do y'all think is the nicest? Mm-hmm. Let's play one-on-one. This is the closest I can get to playing one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know? I get that. So. But do you, did you reach out to these features with that kind of mentality? Hell yeah. Because it's definitely the rappers' rappers on this shit. Yeah. For sure. But sometimes I feel like when you reach out for features, you kind of give the vibe of what it is, mm-hmm. not the competitive shit. Like, all right, we got this beautiful Ninth Wonder beat. Like, approach this verse as if we're making a good no, record see, that's, or as if nah, we're trying to out-rap each other. That's always what it was. Because I know rappers get pissed when they'll hear your verse when the album comes out. And it's like, oh, oh he yeah. was going for real. I was trying to make a good record. How much no. of this did you actually do in studio with the with the features? None. And here's the thing. Every single song I sent, except for the Papoose. Papoose was the only one I didn't. But every single song I sent have my verse on it already. That's okay. how Chomp okay. one, That's how Chomp One was. Cause I'm, I'm that's not honorable. Stu- I'm not stupid, right? If I send y'all just the beat or just the hook, I'm assuming that you're not gonna give me a better verse than you would if you heard me rapping for an, a minute and a half and how I'm spazzing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You might give me like a 16 just to like, and it goes with the hook well. Mm-hmm. Nah, this was like, all right. Like when I send Jada his faith, my whole minute and a half verse is on there. Okay. And he was like, yo, how long do you need? And I was like, I mean, you can go 16, 24, but like in my head, I'm kind of like, I went for a minute and a half. So you might want to, you might want to yeah. body it real quick yeah, because yeah. I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. He sent me back at 32 and he was like, man, I had to give it 32 because you were going crazy. And that's even how Chomp One was, was like, I had my verses on the songs when I sent them out. And I feel like that helped bring out everyone's best. Did you change You're anything? Not, you don't want to get bodied by Russ. You right. Feel me? I right. know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know that. Well, so if I'm rapping for a minute you and a half, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you better come uh, with did it. Did you change any verses though? Like, nope, did you hit? Never. Everything you can that ask you sent out? But did you think about it? Hell I believe nah. you, but did you think about it? Nah. No, no one's verse made me think about it. I feel like there's only a couple people I feel like got me on the album. I feel Ooh. like I bodied everyone. Who you feel like got you? I was trying to think of who I thought. If I had to, if I had to really like genuinely say who I think got me, uh, I think Crit got me. Mm. That was one of mine. I like my punchlines more, but Crit just like slid on Crit, it. Crit, yeah, is his, his flows. Crit just yeah. slid on it better. Um, ghost, just because Ghost is Ghost. And I, I feel like Conway had the hardest verse. Maybe I like on the Conway's whole the album. best, but I think Conway's the best rapper right now. Yeah, Conway Dude. like. Conway's verse is one of the hardest verses I've heard in a minute, but nah, I love my like I love my punchlines on that one. My, Ransom's verse was hard. Ransom was the other one that I was gonna say. I think Ransom was the one that made me think like, okay, he maybe got me too. Yeah, but I want really you to like, do a, a remix with Ross on Blue Chip with Ransom. You want to see that? I, Ross on that beat would be Ross on crazy. majority of, like when I'm trying to rap, Ross on every beat that I get on is <laughs> mm-hmm. incredible. Ross yeah. on Faith, Ross, but I would say yeah, Ransom. I think Conway might have got me. I think Crit. 
I think um, Papoose it was close. But I mean, Sean Sean killed it. I don't. I feel like I body did. Like I like put it like this. You can't say I got washed. No, I didn't. Feel yeah, that. no, no, no. Um, I'm I'm biased with Banks. I felt Banks was Lloyd Banks is like my childhood hero. Same, and we're around the same age. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's what with this whole album, I'm I'm 31, and if I were to like put together a list of every producer and rapper that literally scored my high school experience, it would be this album. Yeah, <laughs> like no, literally same. down to the fucking every single feature. But that's this is why definitely one it. of the best uh, but track it, was yeah. that we've probably and, seen. But what made me feel good about the shit, like personally, was it didn't sound like 06. Like, yeah, it everybody feels good. sounds current. And, and yeah. I, I have to give a nod to you on that. It did really feel like all these artists that have been around for over a decade <clears throat> and these producers that have been producing for 15 years, it yeah. didn't sound like, oh, fuck, they're trying to do the mid-2000 right. shit yeah, again. No, like, current. we're over this shit. It's yeah. Current. that That's what made me feel so good about this project. And going into it, like, when you made each record, did you have this list in mind and kind of picked, like, nah, I want styles on it, but let me throw on this one. Or yeah, did I had I had a list in mind for sure. I knew I wanted the features. That that's what's crazy. The features I got on it, I kind of went into it as like that's that's who I want. Mm. If I can get this compilation of producers and features, this is gonna be crazy. Um, and then like you saying it sounds still modern is really dope because I think that for me, I'm picking the beats obviously out the gate. Like high tech sends eight beats. Bink sends eight beats. Mm. Whoever sends eight beats. I'm picking the one first and foremost that I sound good on. Yeah. Like that my tone sounds good on so I can deliver my best performance. And I think naturally it's not going to feel so old. You feel me? Cause I'm me yeah. and I do melodies and like, you know, yeah, it still yeah, has sure. to musically feel timeless. So, um, but yeah, man, I like I wanted I wanted who I wanted on. I just had an A&R like based off tones. Like when I heard the salute beat, I was like, man, West Side Gun's tone on this beat would be mm. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I heard Styles P flow. Same with like the static selected shit. I was like, Sai would kill this. I was like, you know who else would kill this? Lloyd Banks. But these were all like pipe dreams. I didn't know like half these people. Excuse me. Like I, I You just, reached out personally? Oh yeah. Solo. Like that's, that's a different level of respect. Bro, that's what I'm like. I don't expect anyone to believe that, but I know for me, like what really, what I'm really proud of the most with this shit is that I really hit these people up with no money. Like there was not bad conversations. It was, yo, I got something I need you on, man. Like it'd be an honor to rap with you. Yeah. I'd never talked to Crip before. Mm-hmm. I'd never talked to uh, uh, Lloyd Banks before. I'd never talked to Jay Electronica before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. None of these guys. Uh, not none of them because Jada Kids, Ghostface, we had connected. So some of them I knew, but like, man, to to JLX verse was crazy too. Nuts. Yeah. But to to have everyone be down mm-hmm. off just the strength of, you know, maybe they did it because I'm me, it's mainstream, it's a different audience, it's just a good look. But I also feel like I give them a lot more credit than that because these are people who I respect on an integrity level. And mm-hmm. I feel like they're not just about to hop on some shit that's yeah. bullshit. Right. Even if there was a bag involved, right. even if I am a pop thing to them, mm-hmm. it's like, nah, I barred up. You yeah. feel but me? The, I think that's the beauty of the album. Cause yeah, you could say that and that's okay because they don't know you personally. Like, oh, this would probably be a good look for me. Mm-hmm. No, but you, younger you generation. Rapping. You and rapping. He's ra- and he's rapping yeah. for real. You rapping. Like, you kind, I think you put all these legends kind of in the perfect scenario ever. Yeah. I don't have to change 
how I rap and have to look corny trying to keep up with like the kid sound. Yeah. But it still sounds like now and this person is relevant with the younger generation. Yeah. And he's rapping. So I feel a little bit yeah. better too. No, it's like you don't feel so crazy jumping yeah. over there. Even if like Ghostface Killers fans are like, what are you doing fucking with? It's like, but when you hear the music, it's like, it's like this it isn't a reach. This is yeah. a gift. It's it not a reach. It makes sense. It's an alchemist beat and everyone on here is rapping. Like right. what's the reach about it? Right. You feel me? But as like, a hip hop nerd, this the same way I am. Is this your proudest project? Because like the fifteen year old Russ, this would have been they from dream a, from <laughs> a hip hop element. Yeah, like this was this would have what I would have done in my bedroom in high school yeah. if I had the, the way to do it. And I actually did it. Hell yeah, man! Rapping with Lloyd Banks, come on. I mean, that was one of your rapper. like your dreams. What there was a time like when I Eminem was like the first rapper like that. Like I got the, you know the bug bit me, and then mm -hmm. it was Fifty Cent. But then when like I was when I discovered Lloyd Banks, mm -hmm. I, like Lloyd Banks was my favorite rapper mm -hmm. over 50 and M. Mm -hmm. oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so getting Lloyd, like, I was like, man, this is crazy. Even seeing him just like post like, yo, new Russ. I'm like, dog, what? Yeah. I was seven. Mm -hmm. I was seven with like watching G unit. You know what right. I mean? So hell yeah. One but. of the features that uh, didn't make it, uh, Royce, we just was with him day before yesterday and yeah. he was so he, said, he was still man. trying to rap I yeah. feel like in the control room yeah. to uh I won't say what record it is but it was the a Pat Poo song I, yeah. I wanted you to say it I want to say yeah it, it was, was a Pat Poo song I wanted Royce on it he, no, no, still, he wanted he no, wanted to get on it last or two nights ago he was like man I might just record this shit send it to Russ and surprise him yeah <laughs> but it's like I, well, what would I do with it <laughs> remix <laughs> remix that's what you said remix it I know but it's like I wanted him on it I wish he would have got on it cause he's Royce been super is, busy yeah. Royce is one of those people who like the pen I just respect. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's always Chomp 3. But wait, where, you, where you saw the risk in this? I, I know, I can tell, obviously, your passion is with hip-hop. Not to say it isn't with any R&B or pop or singing, mm -hmm. but I, I could tell where your real passion lies. Yeah. To take that risk at this point in your career, I feel like where you're at, yeah. this is the most important time to make those records that, I agree. Aren't, that aren't this. I agree. That's where I respected it just from a personal level. Yeah. But if I was your manager, I might have been like, dog, I don't know if like maybe in three years you could do this. Right. <laughs> this that's is why, a risk. That's why I felt like it was the coolest shit to do. I agree. But because, that's me. I'm not yeah. the regular consumer. Yeah. I thought it was really cool to do because I'm not supposed to do it. Mm. This like, I'm supposed, you know, I'm supposed to give y'all another hit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But I got something going crazy right now. Seduce went dummy viral on TikTok. 30, 40 million streams. It's been out for two months. Like, I'll get a plaque off that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that just extends the, like, I've been keeping the tally in my head since 2014. I've put out a song every year that went and got a plaque. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So since 2014, I've put out a song that ended up getting a plaque. So Seduce will get a plaque. Ugly with Lil Baby will get a plaque. I'm not really, like, that shit is cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I also want to let people know that I rap. Yeah, this is not about to keep playing with me. The only problem I have with this is live. Well, it's Seeing not for that though. Yeah, but but like if I go to a Russ show, I'm gonna want to hear. But you're not the Russ audience. Like you're not buying the. You are not the people who want to hear bars are not buying tickets to a Russ show like that. Okay. If you buy tickets to a Russ, if I buy tickets to a Drake show, mm -hmm. I better hear my favorite Drake songs, and chances are my favorite Drake songs are the hits. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear too many B-sides. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like when you, you do go for the new album sometimes. Sometimes, but it's like, I'm also... And I'm, I know I'm there for up. bars. I want to hear... If you're there for bars... Well, see, here's the cool thing. If you're there for bars... If you're, if you're you and you come to a Rush show, you'll catch bars within the hits, mm -hmm. and you may not catch Chomp 2 songs, 
But you'll show up wanting to hear Chomp 2, maybe hear none of Chomp 2, but be like, damn, but he had bars in these yeah. hits the whole time? Right. And so you'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. Because at the same time, like, I want to give, you know, a great show and I know what my fans came here to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know what songs, tra- you know, my fans would be like, yo, why don't you perform this? I'm like, because it has two million streams. Right. Yeah. And you'll be looking at me like right. I'm nuts. Right. So, well, no. <laughs> is there a world where you do like one-offs of like Russ and Friends? Because I'm a, if you look at this feature list, everyone either lives in LA, New York, or Atlanta. Yeah. Is there, right. is there three spot Detroit. dates where it's just... <laughs> Russ and friend, and you could fly. I've people. thought about like something, uh, yeah, like that, where it's clear off the promotion and the that, flyer alone. That, that yeah. this is the if album. you're buying a ticket, it's to hear these bars. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Because other, I have, I have so much music that if I just say I'm doing a show, you're assuming I'm doing the 20, 40 right. songs with plaques mm. that I, you know what right. I mean? So, do you think you'll ever have to get in that space that Drake has spoken about when people bring up like? Oh, we need that classic album that's not a double disc or 18 tracks. I just gave tracks. it to you. That's why I did that. Well, no, I'm saying he feels like he can't, because he has such a wide fan base, he has to put something on an album no, for everybody. He, so can't, he can't do this. I disagree with that so much. Like, instead of Dark Lane demos, if Drake did a chomp, mm-hmm. I feel like that would have meant more. Mm-hmm. You so know just straight bars. just That would have meant, and he knows that. I feel like when he said on Scorpion to... A classic is just 10, ten of these. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like side A of Scorpion is Chomp. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, bro, the the freedom that I, I like unlocked myself with this project. Cause I was like, you know what? If I do five songs, that's, you're scared. Mm-hmm. You're scared because you're scared of, you're scared of actually jumping in with two feet mm-hmm. and saying, nah, this is the album that I want to put out right now. Mm-hmm. You want it to feel like just some side thing that you do. Cause you don't want people to take it that serious. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, I do this. I do this rap shit too. And look, in a month, here's an R&B song with me and Ty Dolla Sign. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can still always do that. Like mm-hmm. the cult following that I have or a Drake, dog, people aren't going anywhere. You can get the DMs all you want. Like, nah, why? Like, mm-hmm. where's the women's songs? Like, yeah. tune back in in two weeks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's, a lot of artists don't move it. Well, you that, in that regard and how quick you move like freedom, you did what yeah. fucking a record every week for three yeah. years not every artist is like that well but if you're scared of what the perception is going to be change it with the music if you want to put out if Drake was scared of like damn not saying that he is like oh well I can't do the bars thing because I'm not going to satisfy the fans who love R&B put out an all bars project and then literally next month put out eight songs and they're all R&B uh, that's what it I thought Scorpion like, was going to be by the way I yeah. thought he was going to put out I feel like Scorpion side a, was side like B differently, like at different times, oh, two different weeks times. apart, and one was going to be all R and B, and one was going to be all bars. Scorpion kind of felt like Chomp with the R and B, yeah, antithesis of it, which and, is I've always well, like I'm, Kanye West. This is. I'm going to do that project too. I vote like it's called Slide, um, rap and R and B. No, side. it's just R and B. Just R and B. It's the Chomp version. Of, it's the R and B version and of Chomp. Chomp. Okay, so it's me with like Brian Michael Cox, Jermaine Dupri, Usher. Genuine, you know what I'm saying? Keisha Cole. This is like, is this happening or is this something you just thought about? I've been working on it, yeah. Because I want to fuck people up. It's like, I want you to be able to put Chomp 2 next to Slide and be like, all right, this dude's fucking out of his mind. Mm. Like, he gave us a whole like R&B thing where Mm -hmm. there's no raps on it. Mm. Me and Keisha Cole, I already got shit with Keisha Cole. Like, that's what I'm saying. Is it all original music? I beg of you to not flip all familiar samples that we all know. 
Oh, for the for slide like the old nineties. Yeah, <laughs> nah, please, just please. Nah, I want. I and, and Beacox lives in Atlanta. I want the fucking yeah. keys. I need yeah. the yeah. Come on, let's let's get into this R and B bag. What's the what's the what's the dream feature that you didn't get yet and produced by who? Drake produced by Kanye. Just as like a, those are my two favorites, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Drake produced by Ye? Yeah. The, the, the show is happening. Or, or Eminem produced by Dre, you know. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I grew up on like Dr. Dre drums and Kanye samples, you mm-hmm. know. That's well, why my snares be loud as fuck. But it's soul samples. <laughs> I mean, those are Scott Storch snares, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Dre. I was yeah. joking. I was joking. Yeah, no, I grew up on Storch, Dre, and Kanye as far as from a production side. Mm-hmm. Um, highest high. Of making this album, lowest low of making this album. Highest high was probably getting back, getting back to JLX verse. Maybe was the highest high. Okay. Why? Because I knew it was the hardest one to get. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't, and it was the most like. I don't even know if he remembers this. 2015, uh, Santos. Wow. Of course I remember Santos. CMJ. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Is it oh CMG or CMJ? CMJ. CMJ. Right. That was still going on. It's like 2015. Santos. I miss Santos. Santos Party House, whatever the fuck yeah, it was. That was Party House. And who's DJing? I don't even know, bro. But I wasn't even, I wasn't anything yet. You know what I'm saying? I just got with Kara Lewis. She got me this, you know, I, I performed at House of Vans, I think, in Brooklyn. Okay. Where like Kevin Abstract and Alan Kingdom were oh performing and yeah, they were lit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just like 5,000 followers. You know what I'm saying? That seems like so long ago. It's, it's just Santos. It was. Feels you know what I'm like saying? A, a lifetime so like ago. like 5,000 followers and I'm opening for Jay Electronica at Santos. I was there that night. I don't remember you opening, but That's I was there that night. That's crazy. I was at Santos so fucking every I'm night. like <laughs> on stage. No one knows who I am. Mm-hmm. Coupled with the fact that I'm up here doing like some melody shit. Yeah. And there's some bars in between. But it's like, yeah. dog, get that, the fuck out of here. We want to hear Exhibit C and that's it, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. like playing yeah. Exhibit C. Free yeah. bird. Right, <laughs> like, right. But it's like, I didn't get booed off stage, but I can just tell people didn't fuck with it. But so I get off stage, I go into the crowd mm-hmm. and Jay Alec comes on and I remember Elliot Wilson was standing behind me. Mm. And I don't even know if he remembers this, but I remember turning to him, I'm like, yo, I'm Russ. I'm about to fuck this whole game up. Like, I'm just letting you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm on my way. To, and Jay Electronica performed, and that was that. But it was like, like, I looked up, to, like, Jay Elect when Exhibit C dropped and, like, yeah. Eternal Minds of the Infinite, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. man. It's, it's Those moments are weird because people like Elliot and Jay Elect and everyone, obviously, a kid comes to their face every single day. Of Sandwich course, a. of course. But, like, when I, I, they just put um, Chappelle's Block Party back on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I was watching it the other night, and, like, you could see J. Cole in the front row. Yeah. That's and like, that's, crazy. it's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's nuts. There's no that, way for that you happens. to know that this kid coming Ever. up to me right now is actually going to be something. But mm-hmm. it's, it's weird with those moments. Like, yeah. Even uh, when we started the old podcast, walking in for like our second episode, it's on camera. Some kid named Don Tolliver was like, yo, it's my, this, here's my CD. Wow. On 54th Street. Mm-hmm. Like, for it's real? just. Is he from New York? I didn't no, know. No, Don's from Houston. So he was just in New York. I guess, yeah. yeah. Wow. Like it's just certain moments that <clears throat> if you capture on camera randomly, it's just weird to think. Well, that's why when you when you when you come across people like that, it's important to make sure that exchange is something positive. That's yeah. why you just treat everyone nice. Exactly. Hundred exactly. percent. Exactly. That's and like, I was 
some fucking. That's why I said on Chomp too. People trying to circle back and act like that. I shouldn't slap them because like, I they only love you when everything is golden. I'm not slow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know this shit is fickle mm-hmm. and it's temperature based. Right. You know the type of women that DM me when Best on Earth dropped and Rihanna posted it. Mm-hmm. Was different than okay once the <laughs> once the dust settled right you know what I'm saying <laughs> and same shit with the yo you get the text like yo you killing it right now yo we got a link do we <laughs> not gonna happen Spe- speaking of 2015 and you and you being I guess one of the major quote unquote SoundCloud rappers at yeah the time. thank SoundCloud you man artists. people don't give me the SoundCloud rap no, what because SoundCloud rap got this like Uzi Cardi like face to nah, it. You're, most, you're no, most but I'm a SoundCloud rapper. Most but I know, of the but SoundCloud people really rappers shit on SoundCloud weren't on SoundCloud. Rappers. That's the ironic part of the yeah. people that say from the SoundCloud era, mm-hmm. they wasn't really on SoundCloud. Right. Yeah, it's like, I'm proud to be a SoundCloud no, I, rapper. But people if really anybody look at you term. and don't say you SoundCloud, like, that's my whole come up. Yeah, SoundCloud. exactly. That's just stupid. Um, I don't want you to shit on them because I really fuck with SoundCloud, but I, I will be vocal and I, I have talked to them about this and I think mm-hmm. they're making some changes now. Do you feel SoundCloud really dropped the ball? With the SoundCloud rapper era, as far as what they could be as a streaming service or what they could have been as a, la- a well, not label, a distribution company. I feel, yeah, man. I feel. Let me let me word this all the way right. SoundCloud provided such a necessary um, medium to like get to fans asap. Mm-hmm. Like when I was coming up, I can make a song. Like I can make a song right now. And upload it to the streaming service SoundCloud yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and that's how I blew up mm-hmm. because I didn't have to drop on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Exactly, I would make a song at three a.m., post it. Right, you know what I'm saying? That was huge. Mm-hmm. Then Spotify, Apple come through and make it dummy corporate mm-hmm. where things need to be delivered and all this shit. And could SoundCloud have kind of followed, you know? ensue and just became a streaming service became a dsp mm-hmm. in a sense sure but i think even when they went to the premium thing it kind of lost what soundcloud was which was this is the home of the raw shit it's mm-hmm. the rabbit hole this is the home of where soundcloud you, is like you go here cra- i hate like you. record digging. you go here yeah. i soundcloud is a new dat piff absolutely you sure. know what i'm saying well, I, it's even more <clears throat> to Maul's point of digging in the crates because like a lot of the algorithms in the playlist on Spotify and Apple, even in the early days, were still label-driven and still yeah. connection-driven. Mm-hmm. The rabbit hole that you would go through on SoundCloud, those DSPs Amazing. could never If you do. find the those, right... Those algorithms were based off the algorithm music. Algorithm and wave? Some of the shit I've... Some of my favorite shit I've found on SoundCloud literally has like seven plays. And oh, I was listening yeah. to something that had two million plays. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know how much ill shit I found on SoundCloud? Y- y'all know... I don't know if y'all know uh, Chelsea Cutler. Uh, she's, like a, she's, she's like a pop artist... She's ill, but she's been ill for a minute. I remember finding her on SoundCloud and she was like at college playing soccer, like in Boston, like Amherst College. Just like, yeah, I just make these in my room. Yeah. Insane. I knew like if I had a label back then, I would have, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Crazy. But now she's like a huge thing, like Mm -hmm. sold out Red Rocks, 10,000. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm just Mm -hmm. like. SoundCloud. That's that's true. Like seeing shit like that is amazing though. Like I love SoundCloud. If you had a label, SoundCloud could have had could have done real business and real oh, partnerships. Oh, you think if SoundCloud was a label? Not even a label, but, a, but a, a distribution company. In hindsight, it's 2020. I'll never tell them. They was living in the moment, so I can't be mad at them. I don't want to shit them in that regard. Hindsight's yeah. 2020. But to have a whole genre of music be called yeah. the SoundCloud era yeah. and never had done real business or partnership with those artists. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, they, they dropped the ball a little bit on that. I just feel like that was such a missed opportunity. I'm gonna say this, and, and, and this, allowed, this, this allowed might be Spotify, bad. Apple, and everyone to become the the status quo. Well, this might be bad business practice, so I don't expect SoundCloud to listen to this, and I could take this back in three minutes. <laughs> but fine. I feel I like they time. should double down, and I think they have in a bit of double down on what y'all are, which is this is where you hear "I hate you" by SZA before it drops. Right. Okay. Like mm-hmm. double down on being LimeWire, mm-hmm. that piff. Mm-hmm. Double down on it because guess what? We go to Spotify, we go to Apple. Mm-hmm. We don't want SoundCloud for that. We want SoundCloud to hear. We want to use that to hear the unreleased, the raw shit, the, the shit that never shit. makes yeah. it. Yeah. And for artists, <clears throat> SoundCloud is still where we can just, you know what? You're pissed at your label, upload, upload. SoundCloud. Yeah. Like still be that. Mm-hmm. Like the, what SoundCloud, to me, it's with it's the same shit with artists, with humans. Double down on who you are. Mm-hmm. Who SoundCloud is, is direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. I can press upload right now and upload 96 songs on my computer and it's on SoundCloud. SoundCloud is definitely, um, you know, uh, just for, like I said, you could be playing somebody, listen to somebody that has 2 million Mm -hmm. plays and then it'll jump into somebody that has 10 plays. Yeah. And you fall in love with this record and you start sending it to people like, yo, who is, you heard this record? Yeah. And seeing, because I think Bryson Tiller blew from 100% SoundCloud. Yeah. You know, the visual, he uploaded Don't. Yeah. The visual version of SoundCloud is TikTok. Because what you just said, you can go from yeah. a million plays to someone pops on your page for 10 plays. Yeah. yeah. Bro, on TikTok, the amount of artists I've found on TikTok on my For You page that had a thousand likes on the video and then you scroll and then the next one has a million. Like, it's like the fact that TikTok as an app is putting artists in front of my face that have 10 likes on their shit mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. I found so many insane artists and I always tell people, I'm like, look, I was that old dude, like mentally like... TikTok, what do I need to be on there? I'm not doing dances. What the fuck? What do I look like? Nah. Name the last artist who blew up on Twitter or Instagram. The algorithms are simply not set up like that anymore. anymore yeah. mm-hmm. TikTok is a discovery app. Mm-hmm. That's where people yeah. are now getting discovered. Mm-hmm. The way if you're up and coming artist and you're not flooding TikTok, you're bugging. It's and I swear I don't want to keep shitting on SoundCloud, but when we were talking about there's there's it. some people that should just be artists and sometimes business isn't the way. Yeah. During that SoundCloud era rap shit, podcasting started. And we yeah. all went to SoundCloud because they allowed us to use that RSS feed that put oh, us I to everywhere else. I didn't know so, this. So, okay. mind you, SoundCloud So, podcasting really was like a big thing on SoundCloud. It was the hub. Yeah. And, and not only the hub to go everywhere else, that's where you uploaded it. And mm-hmm. you had this RSS code that oh. put you on Apple, put you on Google, put you eventually on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's shit. changed now because obviously big business sure. came in. But like, I feel like maybe we just owe a thank you to SoundCloud because they didn't rape everybody when they could. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's they didn't think business. They thought art. I feel like it's just artists up there. Ill, though, but that's what's ill. That's where why it's like, important. From a business practice, it's maybe not a good model. They mm-hmm. made podcasting but from a, like, easy. SoundCloud is legendary. Oh, for sure. And the second they start trying to become something they're not, mm. is when they lose brand integrity. Mm-hmm. Be who you are. But you're where artists go. To get their rocks off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a to space just, for all that other shit. It's, you have the yeah. platforms and the DSPs for all that hell other yeah. shit. But I mean, yeah. I, does that kind of not go against your message of we can still be artists and independent and benefit everyone around us and not have to go into the machine? Like, because I feel like SoundCloud. I, f- I don't feel like SoundCloud I don't think is a they're machine for money. I think but I feel like they could be up there. Machine. I feel like they could be up there with. But you think they the should Spotify's be a Spotify or Apple? Well, I think if they would have went on that trajectory that they were on and focused 
on the SoundCloud era and podcasting, Apple would have ended up buying them to compete with Spotify. That's just, my, that's just what I think. Maybe so. But I can see they that. could they could have been in that conversation. But SoundCloud easy because they SoundCloud. had they already had the fucking users. Like that's but like, see, a, but the like, users are like Apple had to get it because like, we had the hardware. I'm a McDonald's loyal customer because I love the double cheeseburgers. And all of a sudden, McDonald's like, well, Chick Fil A is blowing up. We should sell just chicken sandwiches, and that's it. Yeah, let them do that. Let like Tyler Perry has this crazy interview where he says Booga showed it to me the other day. He said. Coca-Cola didn't change their formula because people like Pepsi. Mm-hmm. It was the realest shit I ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SoundCloud just needs to be SoundCloud. Yeah. I That's agree. it. Yeah. Just like, I don't need to go do songs over Southside Beats featuring Lil Durk mm-hmm. just because like I want to get the approval from that audience. Mm-hmm. My formula works. Right. You know what I need to do is double down on my formula. Mm-hmm. That's all. But don't yeah. undervalue your formula because where <clears throat> Apple sure, where sure. Apple gets ahead in the race is because Apple is based off convenience and money. Mm-hmm. They're into podcasting heavily now because I own this iPhone. They're right. in the hardware game. They ain't in the podcast game. Uh, They're in the convenience game. Yeah. Like the same you brought up McDonald's. I watched uh, that founder shit. Yeah. And he said, I'm not in the food business. I'm in the real estate business. <laughs> right. So it's, it's a similar yeah. comparison there. Whereas SoundCloud, I feel like, had such value in the user that's going to continue to come back because of their platform. And I just felt like it was undervalued for what SoundCloud should have been. Maybe there was. Listen, I'm playing Monday morning quarterback. I don't have have right to do this. It's just a conversation. Sure. But I just feel like SoundCloud should be in that conversation because it's meant so much to that era, not only with music, with podcasting, everything that's relevant now, everything that Spotify's dumping every dollar they have into is what SoundCloud gave us for free. Yeah, <laughs> they built it. They I'd allowed to, us to, to. They gave us the tools to do the shit. I'd have to think more on SoundCloud because I I love what they represented and what they represent. But I'd have to think more on it to think like what could have been done. SoundCloud, you know what they should do? They should uh, do a festival every year. That would be hard. That Hell would yeah. be hard. Of some and of the, and, some and, of the and, dopest and artists on. Nah, the, you know on what they? Even if they're not relevant now, that's yeah. still an era of kid. They'd be like, damn, nah, wait, they on the bill? I'm going. Yeah. That's genius. That's yeah, genius. I love that. They need to do a festival. Then you take the top ten artists, like songs, like if it's Remble right mm-hmm. now, who I love, Remble. Mm-hmm. Like you have, he's the headline. It's a SoundCloud festival, right? You you curate it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like who's the top artist? And then you filter in. Some favorites. Those yeah. thousand play guys. Exactly. That's Put them on the same stage. Genius, dog. Yeah, they should do That's that. That's genius. Like, like That's you said, all that genius. other shit, let Apple See, this them, is what we're talking about. It's kind of what I think you were alluding to indirectly. Like, would you ever do a show where it's just, oh, it's clear that it's bars? Yeah. It's about creating and cultivating events and moments for the subgenres within rap. Mm-hmm. So, Rolling Loud is like, if you're popping, you're at Rolling Loud. Right. A SoundCloud festival is like, just for the SoundCloud artists. Absolutely. And that shit is cool. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You don't buy a ticket to a SoundCloud festival expecting to see Frank Ocean. Exactly. Right. Like, exactly. you you buy <laughs> exactly. it because you want to see Rumble. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's hard. And, and there's such a big lane for it. Like, you look, and I'm just making it up, Verizon Fest or whatever big-ass uh-huh. company is now getting in the festival game because it's popular. Then you go to Roots Picnic and you let, you look at that lineup and you're like, oh, I, I'm going because this is my shit. <clears throat> yeah. And it's just as big as the Verizon Fest. Nah, it's right. genius. That shit is genius as fuck. Man. Yeah, Cut that's what in. they should do. Yeah. Festival. Um, The last question I had, because we've, oh, we've talked about question. the beauty. No, I'm just on last was on my notes. Okay. <laughs> I don't have much notes. I'm not a like last. No, I need to get my shit Rory hit me yesterday. He was like, yo, is there anything you want to talk about besides the album? I was like, I'd rather not know what I'm walking into. Oh, no, I agree. I asked you that because I've 
watched some of your interviews and sometimes it looks like you coming in not on an agenda, but you've been thinking about some shit in the studio for a year and now finally a mic that's not recording music is in front of your now. face. Oh, well, like, and you like, like, no, I got some shit I'm to say. I'm always ready to like bring up any topic. I probably have something to say about yeah. it. You feel me? Um, we talked about the beauty of independence this entire time, which I've yeah. loved. That narrative is, is spreading, which, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's for everybody. What do you think the negatives of independence are? And what areas do you think people... Explain why you don't think it's for everyone. Then I can tell you because I think you're for sure wrong. <laughs> because I think I think music... People have looked at music no longer as I'm a lover of music. They see something where they can be famous and profitable. Okay. So, so the music is the last thing. They're looking for the celebrity and the money, which mm-hmm. whatever. It, right. it is what it is. To preach independence is for everyone. That kid is going to fall flat on his face. He needs a label. Go, if, t- go take that advantage. If he check. wants fame in the, he should go right for the major label. Not everyone is built for the independent game. Like, uh, my manager Benner had one of my favorite quotes ever that we repost on Instagram all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't write a check that your skill set can't cash. Yeah. So, everyone running around trying to be this independent. I'm independent. Are you ready to be independent? Yeah. Maybe it's cool that you go get that money for your family right now because yeah. when you do this independent shit you don't have the work ethic or the know-how how to do this shit or the passion for it right so yeah ask yes go to universal go get a, a terrible deal mm-hmm. take that advance check get your family straight and then you need to figure out the next move that was that was great to say it's subjective i disagree you don't a think million percent it's subjective because no, if, you don't have, you if you don't have the work ethic but you want to be independent that's a that's a recipe for disaster if you don't have the work ethic you will fail at anything in life but exactly so so it doesn't matter if you're signed or not that's not true nah if you don't have the work ethic I understand, I understand what you mean if you don't like, have the work ethic you'll fall and you're behind some way yeah, yeah, yeah. something some is gonna something is gonna go wrong my opinion is this cause I know what you're saying where it's like take that advance check if you know are you prepared to be independent because independent you gotta fund your shit right my thing is this if a universal is prepared to give you 600 grand that's because they think you're going to make 2 mil mm-hmm. and if they're giving you 600 More. grand chances are it's because your catalog is already generating 20 yeah. 30 grand a month mm-hmm. and so my whole thing is if your catalog is already generating enough money where labels are talking about that type of bag mm-hmm. cuz this isn't for the artists who are making 10 dollars a month mm-hmm. and you know that it's like when you start, when you start really seeing, but stay independent until this point. When you start really seeing the fruits of your labor, and, and labels are willing to offer you these six figure deals, million dollar deals, seven figure deals, it's because you're worth more than that. Yeah, they did. And the so, already. like, if you're making that money independently per month, right, fifty grand a month, that's why they're offering you this shit. Chill out for a second. Be patient. Run up this money independently. Start, you know. I, I always say, try everything. Sh- fund the video yourself. Mm-hmm. See how far you can take it independent. If you feel like personally, after you, I've been making 50 grand a month independently, labels been hounding me, I'm shooting these videos, I feel like I'm hitting the ceiling, then you know what? If you feel in your gut you need to go make a deal, then mm-hmm. make a deal. But at least now that deal is favorable. Right. Because you're not walking into it with shitty leverage. See, the difference is, if you're getting a deal from Universal and it's a bad deal, it's because you have no leverage. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Now, or even you could still have leverage just be stupid. <clears throat> well, yeah, it. then you're an idiot. <laughs> if you have leverage and you get a bad deal, you're an idiot. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just but bad business. It's just bad business. Mm-hmm. And But if you 
if you are generating income to the point that labels are willing to offer you 600 grand, a million dollars, it's because you're a valuable product Mm -hmm. and you need to ride your wave for a little bit longer before you just jump ship. And you also need to define what your intentions are. Talk about that more. Like if you, if you were ever at a spot in your career where you felt like jumping ship. I jumped ship with Columbia July 2016 because I wanted radio. This is 2016, so it's a different climate, it's a different for sure. infrastructure for, for people listening. It's like Apple Music came out in 2015 mm-hmm. for context. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like streaming, oh. even in 2016, streaming was not what it was. Mm-hmm. Like I remember what they want being a rap caviar, like Tuma put it in there. Tuma Basa. Shout like, yeah. Shout I didn't even know what the fuck rap caviar was. Yeah. No one knew what that shit was in 2016. Um so I was still looking around the game like, all right, well, I want to be a massive artist. I don't want to be underground. Mm-hmm. I want to be a massive artist. I'm looking around and I'm noticing, well, everyone who's massive has a label. So I'm like, oh, I, I got to level the playing field. That's the only reason why I signed yeah. was to level the playing field. It wasn't because I needed the money because I was making at that point a hundred grand a month mm-hmm. independently. Mm-hmm. Like no, like I had produced everything. Like mm-hmm. I'm not even breaking off producers. This right. is a hundred grand net. hundred percent publishing. A hundred grand net on the master side. Mm-hmm. Net. You feel me? So it wasn't the money. It was, I need to level the playing field because I got to get, access into radio and certain things that I don't have access to. Mm-hmm. Now, in 2021, if I was an up and coming artist making 100 grand a month would I sign? No. I and I agree there. Because but, the, but my question was different of the artist that's not doing that. And Well, and oh, you, okay, and well say, so let me ask you this question. If let's do this. If you're making 100 grand a month independently in 2021, we can agree that you're not going to sign. Of right. course not. That's, okay. That would be the stupidest thing ever. So what monthly income do you suggest them sign at? Because here's my, here's, let me, let me just add this. If you're not even making five grand a month independently, then I don't even know if a label's offering you anything like really substantial. Cause th- why would they offer you 500 grand if you can't even prove that you're worth 500 grand. Right. I'm saying if a label, if you're at the point of your career where a label's offering you 500 grand, mm-hmm. that's because you're making that. Right. Or you're worth that or they think you're going to make four times that. I think mm-hmm. the labels are so out of touch and run on algorithms. A&R now is just algorithm and repertoire. Oh yeah, I mean, if you, so, catch, if you so, catch a song al- on TikTok and, that and goes we, viral, we know, we know, they're trying to scoop you We up. know algorithms right. don't necessarily mean you're monetizing anything. It's, mm-hmm. it's a buzz. So... Labels, especially now and how out of touch they are with actual what's really happening, what really has buzz, not what just has numbers, what has impact. Yeah, yeah they'll give a crazy deal based off some numbers and data. Yeah, for that's some, a fact. For some people that just said, oh, nah, the data here says right now this is hot. It doesn't mean it's going to stay hot. And their dumbasses will invest this much money into an artist. And I'm saying, oh, yeah. if you hear just to catch a lick and music ain't your passion, go get that lick. No, but see, go get the lick. No, but see, this is what, because you I wasn't going to do. You don't have the skill set to I be independent, anyways. Get the long term lick. <laughs> mm. See, the short term lick is I caught a song on TikTok that went viral, mm-hmm. so RCA gave me a mill for it. Mm-hmm. Cool, but you're an idiot if you think they're not going to drop you in six months because they never wanted the album. Mm-hmm. They wanted the rights to the hit song yeah, the that's going to make them a million every year. Exactly. They gave yeah, you a million sure. to make a million every year and cut you off 18%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? So what I'm saying is the long lick is you caught the song that went viral to the point that labels are calling. Dog, put Roxanne on your own shit. Put Trap Queen on your own shit. Mm-hmm. Put, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Now you make a million every year. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And now you can at least be financially free and have the peace of mind to sort of figure out your next move and navigate because you have that financial freedom where you're not stressed the fuck out having to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Like financial freedom and peace of mind is something that people really undervalue. I've always been able to sort of move on my own accord because I'm ne I, I, since I started making money off music independently, I have never based a decision off of money. Mm -hmm. Which is a beautiful place to because be. Because I, I had it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was making a hundred grand a month independently before I signed. So I'm I don't do shit based off money. Mm -hmm. I do shit based off when I want to do it. Right. And artists, <laughs> a lot of times, you know, not every good look is a good look. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it, it get the financial freedom. Mm -hmm. Get the financial freedom. The label wants to buy your hit song for a million dollars and give you 18% of it after you're recouped. Yes. You can upload the song and right. make two million. Agree. And, and and now you're in a place mentally where you're you're lit, mm -hmm. you feel great. You you'll go crank out another couple of fucking ten of them. Yeah. Cause you're lit. Like, imagine if imagine if I was I, I just think about it sometimes. Well, I'm, I, no, I'm not gonna say that. I think about it sometimes. I'm thinking about it right now. Mm -hmm. If I was fucked up financially because mm -hmm. all my shit was tied up with the label I think me like Mr. Looking for Approval I might be on the first jet to LA trying to get sessions with him 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 now I gotta catch a fucking hit to get out of this fucking right. debt right. and you're doing all this weird stupid you're forcing shit it. you're forcing the creativity now as opposed to like dog <clears throat> like I'm able to make a chomp too mm -hmm. I'm able to just go into the studio and do whatever the fuck I want drop on a Wednesday whatever mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like and chomp 2 cost me $300,000, $350,000 out of pocket. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a billboard going up tonight in Times Square at 8 p.m., 60 grand for the hour. Is that why ours got pushed? Yeah. We got replaced by, <laughs> think, by Chomp too. Yeah, we were supposed to go up this week. <laughs> nah, but it's like, it's like, dog, like, artists don't understand y'all are the nucleus. Right. We're the nucleus. The whole industry revolves around artists. Mm -hmm. The music business, though, was set up for everyone to get rich except the, the artists. artists right. You got to think, if a lawyer gets 5%, if a business manager gets 5 and a manager gets 20 that's 30% off, off rip. Who the fuck mm -hmm. you telling? <laughs> 30 Like, dog, like, let's really break down the math, though. Of course. Yeah. A million dollars comes in, you think you're lit. Oh, add 300K out of here. Fuck mm -hmm. the 30%. The taxes is where you really Well, now, get. so you're getting taxed on 700 grand, depending on where you live. Let's just call it 40%. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So now we're talking about uh, 280. So I went three, to public school. 420. Uh, you have 420K left after 700,000. Mm -hmm. So you netted 420,000 on a million dollars. And it's like, dog, like, I'm telling you, bro, please, artists. I just encourage every artist watching. I, I, I really want to make sure my tone and my intention is clear for the rest of my career. I understand that especially with hip-hop mm -hmm. it's from a place of the powerful and the powerless right the labels have the power the artists don't have power and 60 grand is a ton of money to anyone mm -hmm. and it just feels like it's a good thing to do man i promise you if labels are willing to meet with y'all and offer you certain kind of money mm -hmm. it's because you're a product worth investing in right and how about this invest in yourself mm -hmm. wait it out for another six months i know that shit is like I understand that I don't understand some of y'all situations. Right. Excuse me. But mm -hmm. I do understand that if you make your bed, you're going to have to lay in it. Mm -hmm. 
and you can't say it's a bad deal just because it was a bad deal for you. Mm-hmm. Artists who sign bad deals for who? The label. That was a great deal. Right. Of course. Label did great business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you just know what you're getting into, right. like I see these artists who catch these TikTok songs or whatever, and I'm like, why would you sign? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at Seduce right now for me, right? Mm-hmm. Dog, I've made, I mean, it came out September 24th. I've made 200 grand off that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I spent $0 on it. Mm-hmm. We made it in my basement. Capella pulled up to the studio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, beat was 20K. You feel me? It's like, you know, it's like, own your shit. Mm-hmm. Artists are getting so fucked with these royalty percentages. They're getting 18% at best. You know how crazy that is? And, and, <laughs> and, and here's the other thing that's crazy. No, here's, it's nuts. Yeah. Here's the other thing that's really crazy. Me and my boy were talking about it, right? Music is one of the like, correct me if I'm wrong. If y'all can come up with something else, then go for it, please. But what other product do you know that, besides movies, that the budget for it might be 250000 to make the album. Mm-hmm. You sell it for $14. What other product is the cost of goods more than what you sell it for? Like when I sell merch, right? Mm-hmm. The t-shirt might cost $6 to make. We sell it for $30. Mm-hmm. If the t-shirt costs $30 to make, we wouldn't sell it for $2. Right. It's a losing game. Right. Music is like, you go to the, you know, if you got to rent studio time, mm-hmm. you might spend $2,400 in the studio mm-hmm. for a 12-hour, 24-hour session, <clears throat> four grand to mix and master it, you're 6K deep, mm-hmm. 20K for the beat, 10K, whatever. You're thirty, forty, $50,000 down the hole, and you sold the song for a penny. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? It's for a, a dollar. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's not set up for y'all to win. Mm-hmm. So it's not us. You know right. what I'm saying? And I just found an alternative solution, which is at least own it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the pay rates are still fucked up because the cost of goods are more than what you're actually selling it for. But at least own it, dog, because you're telling me not only is your product being undervalued based off the cost of goods, but you don't even own it. Mm-hmm. You're getting 18 percent of an already fucked up rate. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what do you think about uh, all of the artists that sold their masters and their catalogs, like the Dream? And, it, uh, it 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 depends on what their intention is. You know what I'm saying? If the intention is uh, you know, I'm trying to take care of my family right now. Like, we don't know the situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? I if it's like I need to take care of my family right now, shit is like fucked up. And if I get a three hundred million dollar check right now, I you know, I have people in place that can kind of make it stretch for a couple generations, then like you quote unquote secured the bag. Mm-hmm. You know? I like the idea personally of being able to hand down masters mm-hmm. and uh because I feel like that's longevity, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, I'm in talks right now. Not that I'm doing it. I just want to know the number so I can rap about it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. No, for hey, real. Hey, don't you're not lying yeah. in your rhymes. No, like for real. That. I just want to know. I just want to be able to say like, just turn down a hundred mil. Yeah, like, yeah. Because my catalog is crazy. Because I have more songs out than everyone. Right. So I, when that whole shit was, and happening, you know the multiples, right? Y'all know the multiples, like how they do it. It's like sure. whatever your masters per year is making. It's like you multiply that by twelve. Let's call it. Mm-hmm. And whatever your publishing is making, you multiply by 15. It's somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. 10. It's it's an equation for right. how to get to the number. Yeah. And that's what they give you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dog, what? Right. Like, we're talking like nine-figure check. 
I'm not taking that for shit. But, so I was on the <laughs> I same. I just want to turn it down and start <laughs> around. I want to. Is, is it 107? Right. Is it 98? Right. I just want to know what it is so I could turn it down. And when that old shit happened, I was on that page. I was like, why would Dream want to do that with his catalog and his publishing and his writing credits, production? Like, mm -hmm. that's crazy. And, and I had somebody that was involved with everyone that was selling it. And he broke it down a little differently to me on that capacity. He's like, all right, if I could get 300 million for my family right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've seen music go from $10 down to one penny yeah. per song. Yeah. When I die, who the fuck knows where that's going to yeah. go? And who knows if my family at that point is going to know how to run down to get to what's owed yeah. to them for their masters. So if I get 300 mil right now for my shit, you kind of set things up I yourself. Think, I think my family's going to be all right for a little mm -hmm. while. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to guess after I'm dead where music is going to go and if my family's going to know how to go get that money that they're owed right. for the masters. Right. No, and I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, I get that. And that was a perspective that like one of my best friends had with me too. He, like, Because I instantly obviously was like, nah, fuck that, I'm not selling my masters. And, yeah. and he was like, yo, he was like, really? To bet on, he was like, another perspective is bet on yourself. Right, Meaning, Always. meaning yo, Russ, they want to give you a hundred mil for what you did in your twenties. Hmm. You don't think you can double that I in was your thirties? Yeah, can't do a whole right. another catalog. What you don't think you're that nice? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. and then you're like, oh, mm -hmm. that's interesting. And then also, what you're saying? What if music goes down on pay mm -hmm. rates, and now Dream's three hundred million dollar catalog in 2021 is worth to... twenty million in ten years right, yeah. because of the rates and shit? So it's like. It's something to think about, but man, I'm just with ownership, bro. Yeah, hey, I'm about to say, I, I, you stand firm on that, and I like that. Though. I like, can't, you like, just... and, and you know what? I'm blessed to have received a lot of money through my hands where I can kind of wrap my head around what I would do, even mm -hmm. with $100 million. Like, right. I don't have a lot of these, you know, and I don't feel, feel like I should be judged for it. I don't have a lot of philanthropic mm -hmm. ideas yet. Maybe I haven't met the right people to mm -hmm. be inspired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't, I'm... I'm not ashamed to say I don't have those philanthropic, I'm going to cure world hunger. Yeah. I just don't, I'm not privy to that type of shit. I'm not educated enough to like, whatever it is, mm -hmm. I'm not there yet, mm -hmm. right? So I've done everything that I wanted to do mm -hmm. financially. Mm -hmm. My mom has her houses and every, everyone has a car and everyone is on salary and mm -hmm. stipends. Everyone's lit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I look at $100 million, I'm like, I would spend $3 million of it and be like, I can't believe I don't own these songs anymore. Because mm. I realistic, like people who have never had money look at a hundred million, like, I would like that. Yeah. Dog, you would spend even five or seven yeah. and be done with your bucket list. Yeah. And then be sitting there like, fuck. I don't own that no more. All right. That's not back, even my shit. Let's yeah. go back to your, your merchandise <clears throat> thing <clears throat> and your t-shirt. And again, I agree with all your independent shit, but I'm just trying to, create conversation of the <laughs> yeah. other side where there may be value in not owning everything. Yeah. Once you sell a t-shirt, mm -hmm. you don't own it anymore. So what's wrong with some things? That's an ego thing at that point. Why? No, because, yo, I don't even well, own it no more. No, I got paid. my value of what I did. You get paid so off you, that t-shirt So you saying after I spend three million, I'm gonna be like, damn, I, I can't believe I don't own this anymore, but you still have 97 million left off the value of what you did. So yes, you don't own it anymore, but you got the yeah. value worth for it. Mm -hmm. So, that to me is kind of like an ego. I don't possess it anymore. And mm -hmm. art, and art for the most part, is not to be possessed. Okay. But it's a little different with that. But because once well, you well, sell one also shirt, from a from a business standpoint, it shouldn't be possessed by a label. But yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> but from a business standpoint, I also kind of look at it like, all right, if you give me a hundred million, right, 
from my master and publishing catalog. I try to break that down like how long would it take me to generate a hundred million? Mm. And I'm like, all right, if between my masters and my publishing, what I'm grossing a year, let's call it 20 million, right? All right. It would take me five years. Am I that impatient? Hmm. See, a hundred million is crazy when you don't get money. Right. When you're getting money, you realize that that's maybe just five years and you need to chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you also have everything you like. That's what I'm saying. I had it like, it wasn't even a thought of considering it. It's just like, because I know what I would do with the money. And I know that like, okay, in five, even if it's 10 years, I would have grossed that a hundred mil. Mm -hmm. The difference is they own that shit perpetuity. Mm -hmm. So after five years, let's say in five years, here's the other thing of betting on yourself. Who's, who's to say that between now and five years, I'm not the biggest shit in the fucking world. Mm. And now I'm making 40 mil a year. Mm -hmm. And that 100 mil was a fucking, you lowball. You left it. Right, right. right. I'm not going to bet on that. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to bet that this is my peak. I'm me. Right. You feel me? So now I'm like, damn, if I could just wait it out, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, and five years passes, and I'm like, man, now <laughs> I'm making more than 100 million. Five years have passed, I'm making more than 100 million as opposed to, Damn, they own my shit forever. Oh, only, only for a hundred mil. Nah, that's crazy. To to own somebody's catalog forever, only crazy. for a hundred mil. Mm -hmm. If you might make a billion, mm -hmm. how much is Michael Jackson's catalog made? How much is like, like uh, ask the Beatles. I look at my. I see oh, no, right at the Beatles. Well, no, the other way around. Other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I look, I look at my catalog, and I'm like, I got four hundred songs. I'm gonna have a thousand songs out in five, seven years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on, dog. I'm betting on me. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I get that. It's a I tough, it's a that. tough, it's, but it's, it's a case, it depends it's a case by case. Yeah, it depends like, it's like a Bob but Dylan situation where he's like dummy older and shit. Yeah. Sold it for 400 mil. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't know. Because at that point, you're kind of at the end of your career. Yeah. Whatever you're making is kind of probably the peak. Yeah. Like, I'm 29. I feel like I'm still on the up and up. I feel like I'm not at my peak yet. Mm -hmm. Right. So whatever number you're giving me right now, I feel is a low ball. Right. Because I bet on myself. Right. Bob Dylan, whatever yeah. number you're giving him, it's probably that's what you're it probably is. overpaying. Yeah, yeah. You that's know what, what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So that's different. But I don't mm -hmm. I I could you can't tell me that you think my catalog is worth a hundred million. I think my catalog is worth a billion dollars. But that's mm -hmm. the beauty of your arrogance that people hate in the beginning. Yeah. Keeps you at this mentality. That's yeah. why I, that but shit see, is valuable. I thought but, this shit is right. But not everybody <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. but not everybody is Here's the difference between you and I in this conversation. <clears throat> Outside of me just playing devil's advocate because I think it's a good conversation. I don't yeah. want us all to agree because yeah. that's corny. Yeah. You have motivational speaker energy. I have realistic energy. <laughs> yeah. you so, like so you think you think everybody you think everybody could be you. <laughs> but that's they not can. true. Not everyone is gonna but put the work can, in that you wanna put I'm in. Shit. Have the skill set that you put in. That's what you think, but that's not true. Yeah. Now to me, is, though, now though. to me, some people. But I know that's not a good idea. <laughs> it's subjective. Like, all right, it is. All right, Ma, all right, Ma and I. But you think Ma that Mo and I bet on ourselves? We left and bet on ourselves. Is objective? Is subjective? Yes. Depending on that's, your come on. But depending on your situation, it's like, like you said, if you need the money set. right now, you gotta sign. You no, gotta I'm never that. telling a lazy person that they could go be Russ. No, I'm never question, telling them that. Question: If you're an artist right now, getting offered half a million dollars from a label. 
chances are it's because you're making some good money. Right. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. Or chances are you have a lick in the algorithms, and now's your time to cash out. And well, move the shit! Fuck if on. you have a lick in the algorithm, it's like Wall Street. Yo, sell right. now, get out. Well, Go see, sell. see, but see what you call realistic, I call self doubt because you're saying that if you have a lick in the algorithm and Warner's going to give you half a million for it, you should take it because you may not get half a million independent. Oh no, whatever your lick I'm is, saying that got if you, there, you own, own the lick, but after that, no, because you're I, not going to do another. I'm lick. saying if you own the lick. Dog, you will make more than half the million that the label's giving you. This is where we're agreeing mm-hmm. and disagreeing. Yes, that first thing that gets Warner to want to fuck with you off a of TikTok, do not give Warner that TikTok or whatever that is. Well, that's, that's the only reason why they're offering you the 500 k But you got to say at that point, no, you can't have that, but we can do business moving forward. Oh, and I'm that's telling when, you the label- That's when they hit you with the- The label yeah, is anyway, dumb. we'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> the label's dumb. Like people, everyone thinks labels take advantage of artists, which is extremely true. But labels mm-hmm. are also stupid as well. Mm-hmm. You could be somebody that- right now has never thought about making music once in your entire fucking life. You could be mm-hmm. in your room with a MacBook and make a hit record and have no plans on doing that ever again. Oh yeah. And you could go to a label and say, you can't get that record, but moving forward, this is my passion. Give me a deal. You know who I fuck and with then that, fucking that, take your money and that, leave that, that, and move that on to the next thing. reminds day. me of is Zach Fox. Y'all know Zach Fox? It's I'm like, aware, yeah, I know. Yeah, like this dude from Atlanta is just like a funny guy. Mm-hmm. And like just... I felt like started making like songs as like a joke, mm-hmm. but they're hard. And I just feel like if you're a label, like this, I just picture like a white dude in a very tight button up who plays softball. Mm-hmm. He, he like, works at should, Atlanta. This will be good for our urban audience. Yeah, he works yeah. at Atlanta. And for like sure. they're like willing to give. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's probably like because they think because these <laughs> labels think every artist now can be Lil Nas X, and that's not the <clears> case because Lil Nas X made a joke record that turned out to be the biggest record in the country mm-hmm. of all time. And they, Lil Nas X is a talented dude bro, can I say and very story? self-aware of what's going on. Bro, Not cra- everyone's Lil Nas X. <laughs> bro, the craziest story, I, I fuck with Lil Nas X. So do I. Heavy. Mm-hmm. No, he's nice. I think I think he's fire. That's mm-hmm. most favorite like, um, artist, especially that video with um Jack Harlow. I think That's he's, I think he's an incredible artist. I also admire his fearlessness mm-hmm. like, immensely. What's crazy, when uh, Old Town Road was blown up, and maybe he sent this DM to like tons of people. Mm-hmm. I go to like follow him and like, sometimes just like me being me if I go to follow you I just go to look at someone's page I go to the messages just to see if you ever DM me yeah. he had DM me before Old Town Road came out all caps sign me no swear to God on Twitter swear to God I'm not lying yeah I was like fuck but that's <laughs> but yo that's the, that's the same shit that's the I'm same like, shit of you going up to Elliot Wilson and going could have had yo. the biggest song ever yeah, like ever hurts. it's the that same hurts. thing you going to Elliot nah, but it's like, Santos I'm, yo, I'm gonna fuck everything I'm gonna be but, the guy but you know what it's like what what I'm really proud of is that you were even willing to DM me that that yeah. says a lot about mm, me absolutely that you yeah. tapped in with what was going on that you were like that you looked at me like that yeah and like I said maybe he sent a mass DM to like yeah. well let me check let me check my DMs yeah. let me check my little Nas X DMs me. yeah I'm about to go through my <laughs> shit now sign yeah. you okay what you got going on kid nah but yeah is I that fuck, something you see that. um especially for everything that we you, started that you the preach. label yeah me and Boo started the label Diamond do it every day music or nothing we actually just signed our first artist which I found him off TikTok okay and he's bar heavy Super bar heavy, only raps. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He writes songs, melody shit too. But I'm saying like, TikTok isn't just to like find the next melodic, catchy thing. I found this kid, and he's fucking, bro. The raps are crazy. I'm starting to see that with like the quick content with rappers, like with what La Russell was doing and all that shit. I feel like these yeah. quick clips that IG and TikTok are doing. That's who. There's, that's there's who, bars that you are heard in it here now. first, La Russell, because you said it's meant to be La Russell's who we signed. Oh, y- y'all signed him? Yeah. Oh, you signed Russell? Then yeah. Y'all, then y'all got Congrats, one. Congrats, like, man. You got one. Yeah. 
Not because I found him on TikTok and I knew what time it was. Yeah. The rap's like, but the fact that you just said that. Because I that's where he killed. But that's what I'm saying. But it's like, that's, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. When you're just rapping hard as fuck and you're saying potent shit. Relatable and shit. And the content is digestible. Mm-hmm. That that dude is a genius. You yeah. feel Russell, me? That, oh, for sure. That dude is a genius. For Russell's sure. a genius. So, yeah, we got a, we got a situation, man. He's, he's incredible. And I'm just here to like fund you and get out of the way i was just about to ask and that's you. all it comes down because i'm an artist right i know what's going on mm-hmm. give me money and get the fuck out of the way mm-hmm. so that's all i would like dog here's some money i'll get out of the way mm-hmm. you know so with everything that you preach and now that you're starting labeling signing artists obviously i know without even asking that you're not going with the status quo of bullshit mm-hmm. music contracts but how do you put your message into your label and the deals that you do with your artists moving forward they just have ultimate freedom they own the masters it's yeah man it's like i'm I'm, i mean i would be such a ridiculous piece of shit to turn around and kind of go against everything i've been saying for my whole career and turn into the label owner who offers shitty and like nah we need creative control dog Give me I've some never money. I've seen that before. That, yeah, I'm about to say that's that, 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 <laughs> no, that sounds like, that feels familiar, bro. Because it's just like <laughs> not nah, as much as like as much as you know, like creatively. Oh, I want to be involved or whatever. Let me see this one, Roy. Let me, this is let good. Me it's a good one. I, I don't want to give give them a yeah. A nah, ad. we ain't probably. Not. <laughs> but this oh, one went that you dusted that one off already. It's over. No, that's why on. I fuck with Russ because <laughs> he fuck with wine. It's it's fi- it's hard to find bro, people that just fuck years with. Old, it's just. Something happens. Yeah. Sauvignon Blanc takes over your life. Hundred percent. Nah, but uh, with artists that I'm signing, it's like, dog. I know what y'all need. Y'all need money, and y'all need time, and y'all need resources. Mm-hmm. But realistically, I'm only signing artists that I feel like the art is already there. Mm-hmm. You just have to consistently do it and have peace of mind to do it. Right. Meaning that's the big part. I'm telling you. So here's money, so that. Bro, this is a crazy story. It's super short. When me and Bugis were first, like, he was getting his studio equipment, my best friend, it's like 2010. Mm-hmm. We go to Guitar Center, right? One of the employees at Guitar Center tells us something that has stuck with us forever because Bugis is co-CEO of the label Diamond, right? Mm-hmm. The Guitar Center employee tells us, make money to make music. Don't make music to make money. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. It's like, yo, La Russell, any artist, like, if you are on your shit and you own the means of your production, like you got the studio already, da 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 yo, you just need money so that you have the monkey off your back so you can just create freely. Right. And when it comes time to like, yo, I actually want to put 10K into a video, then rock out. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even for the, yo, let's dump 100K into non-organic ad spends yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Nah, this is going to take time. Mm-hmm. But- that's what the money does. Money gives you time. Because yeah. a lot of people, if eight months pass <clears throat> and there's not making any money, they pivot. Mm-hmm. Nah, music isn't for me. Nothing's shaking. Nothing's working. Mm-hmm. Dog, here's 100K to tell you otherwise. Right. You feel me? Right. Now go away for 10 months. Go get a spot in Atlanta or LA. Mm-hmm. Shack up for eight months. Make the best music of your career. Mm-hmm. And now because you're with me and you got a manager that's lit, plugged in, now we can move accordingly. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But you need that time as an artist to freely create. Absolutely. But the, and that's the beauty of having 
the label owner, that's the artist and the business manager. Where I was saying the moguls don't really exist, the ones that did the art and are the business guys. That's what mm. makes them so important because they know I've had that 100K budget and I watched 70 get spent on marketing that didn't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. So I know when I now sign an artist, let's figure uh, out where these marketing dollars make sense for you. And the market, Not for the, the best, same shit that everyone did in the label. Yeah. The best marketing yeah. is always just good art. See, this is what I'm saying. How did y'all find La Russell? Because... Uh, Hovain. The music, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what sold you on it? Ho Hovain sent it to me, and again, I, Hovain knows. I send him stuff, he sends me stuff. Hovain's we, my guy. That's yeah. Me. yeah, shout out to Hovain. Yeah. I like stuff he sends, don't like stuff he sends, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. yeah. He sent me La Russell, and I liked it. Yeah. I, Everyone does when you hear it. If yeah. you don't like it, you don't like... He was saying, he was saying <laughs> yeah. real yeah. shit. Yeah. It, like, was, it was straight to the point. He, had, he has a tone... That he's I so talk, unique. I he's talk about a unique. lot when you when Bro, he certain said artists shit that it pisses me off. I didn't say it. Yeah, it's so simple. It's it's that shit. That's it's what like I'm when comedians saying. say shit. You're like, why I not think that. of that I shit? Said that. Like that was such a simple if joke. All of his but lines are like, dog. I could have said that, and you I actually thought that before. Yeah. The world. Yeah. Like, and he laughs at it. Like it's almost like he knows he's that good. Where he that's the genius of it. He laughs like because he has simplified the world in his lens so well that. He seems like the least confused person ever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which makes like, me think he's mad confused, but... Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it comes off just like, damn, bro, you summed up this really complex thing as like, do that little dance you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what, like, it's he, like, He has man. little tricks in the, the stuff he does that'll resonate the shit you nah, want to repeat. Nah, he's incredible, bro. I'm really happy that, to hear you signed him, man. Clear Hell tone. yeah. Because I had, I had a conversation with him about a month ago and he was telling me some things personally that he was dealing with and I think that that... That kind of helped with with what he was dealing with, bro. I'm always bet on artists who are ill, and like the position that I'm in right now, where I have money and like what? Come on, mm -hmm. like let me. If I can't show y'all what I mean by my music, I'll show you what I mean by people's music who I bet on. Mm -hmm. Like, no, this is how I feel. This is what I think should be going on. Mm -hmm. La Russell, yeah, like La Russell should be going on right now. For me, it's La Russell and Mez. King Mez. I like, I he's mean, the I'm, one from North Carolina? Yeah. yeah. yeah he's I mean, think I'm, those I'm are two of the most, forever. like, uh, I thought he was with Dreamville. Uh, I mean, not, I don't think he's officially with Dreamville, but he shot that, he shot, he directed the, that, that video and that was the first video oh, he directed. Oh, he was the director. Yeah. But Mez yeah. engineers, Mez raps. He does Mez everything. Makes, he's yeah. just one of those like genius minds, bro. Yeah. Like, he's, and he's, a super, super solid person. LaRusso's like Nipsey, bro. LaRusso's literally like, like his brain. I just see so much of myself in him too. And his name, come on, my name's Russell. Right, right. <laughs> Artists are so corny. It's the most yeah. little things like that. that like, oh, I like this guy. It's I'm meant to be. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's like, how would I not? Right, like, you know what I'm right. saying? Nah, but it's like. Can, can you explain his, my point better with him? You have it. Drake has it. LaRusso, right away I heard it. That clear tone where you can understand every word. conversational. Very, Easy. It's like, conversational. You get it as soon as you hear it. The because first time it you hear like, it. Because it feels like it's conversational. It's also the type of beats you pick. Mm -hmm. Hove, Hove has it. Uh, I think T.I. was the first artist in the South, obviously outside of Andre. Yeah, you could say. clearly like hear everything that they're saying. That's tough. It's the type of beats you pick. You Cole, got, you Cole has pick it minimal too. production. Mm -hmm. Cole A lot has of people are overly produced, mm -hmm. you know, because producers are too, no knock to Jalil Beats. I love Jalil Beats, but I'm just using that as an example of like a lot of production going yeah, on. Yeah. Trying to give a story over. It's, it's like, it's hard because the beat is sort of the main character. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I always tell people like, if you listen to my catalog, you may not even think that Russ is an ill producer. 
But if you heard the beats on my computer, you'd be like, oh, shit. Mm. And it's because I don't pick what I'm going to make a song out of as far as what are my best beats. I pick what am I going to sound so, best on. Mm. And what can I what can I deliver my message on the best? Losing Control is not a crazy beat. If you play the beat by itself, what they want is not a crazy beat. It, but I sound the best on it. That's my pocket. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what being an artist is instead of ego lifting. You're in the gym. You're lifting up 100-pound dumbbells. You can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Relax. Pick right. up the 50s. Right. Same with artists who go into the studio and they get played 10 beats. And the first eight beats they hate, right? Because maybe they're not hard to them. The last two beats they love. But then you don't sound good on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go get on the beats you sound good on and you'll be able to make a better song out of those than mm -hmm. the ones where the beats are hard as well, fuck. That's, that's the difference between R&B and rap. I feel like people play beat packs and rappers try to get on the beat they like the most where R&B, we build around what you're writing and what you're singing. Or go in there, do some melodies. Yeah. Let's just put a guitar lick. Let's just put some drums and yeah. then we'll build around what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think more rappers need to do that shit. But I feel like, like that's look, why go, Chomp 2 sounds, sounds incredible because... I'm always approaching music from the ear test. It has to sound good. I have to sound good on the beat. Mm -hmm. And even who I decide to put on the beat, it's like Mozzie sounds incredible on Enjoy the View. Mm -hmm. Papu sounds incredible on Bugger. Jadakiss sounds incredible. Like, I because I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I produce. And right. it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I'm doing. So it sounds incredible. I didn't just say, this beat's hard as fuck. Y'all got to get Jadakiss on this. Right. Yeah. Right. Why? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But that's the difference in, in being a and having a producer mind though. Uh -huh. You see the complete picture before it's even done. Yeah. And so you're looking through at it through a different lens and a different scope. Yeah, well, because you have the like that that picture already done in exactly. your head. And now you're just trying you just to, know how to fill it in. Well that's 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 yeah. why Kanye became Kanye. It was funny when he went on Drink Champs and said that he used the backpack area. He's like, I didn't even like that shit. I was just using them. Mm -hmm. Because the the backpackers would look at all these beats and let me tear this shit up. Mm -hmm. Kanye was looking at that like let me make this most palatable. Right. Let me make yeah. these these beats that y'all that Black Star is rhyming on. Mm -hmm. If I made this palatable, mm -hmm. these beats are crazy. Right. But I'm gonna make it easy to listen to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, digestible. And that's where he took backpack into mainstream. Right. And I Kanye love Kanye super it. conversational. It also comes down to the flow. Mm -hmm. Like La Russell's flow is very. To put it, put it, put it back. Yep. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. like mm -hmm. that was a good impression. Actually. Actually. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. it's very like. But to, you get it. It's yeah. digestible. It's not to put pad with the woo pad to the woo pad. Da -da 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 like nobody really talks like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's conversation. That's how my shit is. You mm -hmm. feel me? It's like mm -hmm. like on, on, on fucking faith when I said, thank God that I never had to pop a pill to have pop, pop a pill. pill. Yeah. It's just not yeah. the real. real. I do mm -hmm. me, y'all. I'm not giving like I'm not doing the crazy internal yeah. rhyme scheme which is hard as fuck when I get one, if I want to get in my rap bag like I was going to get Tech 9 on the shit too he was going to get on Bucket Hat Low with Papoose mm, okay. and I was prepared to go nuts mm -hmm. that was the one I would have rewritten my verse like or added on like yeah I would have gone crazy yeah. you know because yeah. I can do that but as far as what's digestible yeah. it's Nipsey flows it's J. Cole flows it's Drake mm -hmm. flows like mm -hmm. it's that fucking if they don't know your dreams and they can't shoot them down. Right. It's just you digest it, bro. Mm -hmm. You get it as soon as you hear it. You don't have to keep going back listening. Because it sounds like, because I'm talking to you. I'm not rapping at you. I'm talking to right. you. Right. And, and that's where I think the real, quote unquote, hip hop heads get the shit fucked up. Like, 
Biggie dumbed his rhymes down. Mm -hmm. His flow was more important than his yeah. metaphors. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. Biggie made it easy for you to listen. His flow was consistent. You could understand every word he was saying. You mm -hmm. knew what he was but saying. But even Pac was hella conversational. For yeah. sure. His Absolutely. shit, his shit, like he was really like he was talking with the ball lab, right Like now. his shit was no so one say Pac is like a lyricist. He's an amazing artist. Right. He's an amazing communicator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same with DMX. Like for sure, these people are crazy communicators. Like, and I feel like if we're if if we're on the mic and we're putting out music and we're using our vocals to impact the world, you have to be good at communication. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You got to be good at being able to communicate what you're trying to get across. Mm. And I think the really impactful hip-hop artists are really great communicators. You know? If somebody never heard of Russ, and this is their first time hearing about Russ. Play voicemail. Voicemail. Yeah. It's hard as fuck. That's like when people say, what's your favorite song you've ever made? I just always say voicemail. And it's why just, is it? It's my epitome, I guess, of like the perfect rap song. Uh, the beat is hard as fuck. It's a crazy-ass like old 70s sample with hard-ass Dr. Dre-type drums on it. The melody on the hook is incredible. It's a hit-sounding melody, but the content of the hook is real as fuck, and the verses have bars on them, but it's real-life bars. Mm -hmm. It's just like everything I want. I get to know you mm -hmm. instantly, and the beat's hard as fuck. You passed, the you passed my airplane test. My airplane test is I always listen to new music No, you saw me at TSA. No, yeah. <laughs> he passed that test too. But um, I, li I was listening to the project uh, when we were uh, flying to Detroit and then flying back. Mm -hmm. This is a really good project, man. Thank you, man. This is a really, really good, yeah. good project. Like I, I was surprised. I mean, I, I know your talent level. Yeah, that nah, wasn't a question. It. But just hearing everything, the track, the the sequencing, everything, the production, yeah, the bars. It was like this project is really, really solid. P pulling all the way it through. off. Thank you. Yeah, because sometimes when you finally pull some shit off, it mm -hmm. don't work because you wasn't supposed to pull that off. Right. That's <laughs> no, that happens a lot. When you pull some shit off, it's like, I can't believe I pulled this off and yeah. this shit be whack. <laughs> you hear it, you be like, oh yeah. That's why I pulled it off, because it was whack. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's, but that's this is a, this is this chomp two is really dope, man. Thank you, man. Really, really fucking dope. Hell yeah, man. I'm just like for me to pull it off independently, fuck independently solo. Yeah. Like that's what I really mean by independently. Like my manager didn't hit anyone up. Mm -hmm. I was hitting these people up DM like man to pull this project off mm -hmm. off of just DMs and texts off the strength of me being me mm -hmm. that's the that's, shit I'm most proud of but that, yeah. that's what I think was so full circle about when we started this conversation you were talking about everyday struggle and you was mm -hmm. beefing with other writers and all these people that <laughs> yeah. you wanted validity from yeah this should be the the validity. These were all the artists and producers that yeah. you always wanted to work for. You got the validity you wanted. From. I know. This is the real well, validity. But you know how we are, right? We want what we don't have. Absolutely. Of course. So That's human nature. I always. got the validity from who I wanted, but how come y'all don't fuck us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, what about y'all? That's yeah. just the hamster wheel that will always But you know what? It, it's one of those human nature things where if I wasn't ambitious and if we weren't ambitious as humans as to want something we don't have, we would never develop. But that's mm -hmm. that's my biggest fear of being someone that, that is so ambitious and fucking psycho in their own brain uh, every moment of the day is the, the fear of settling. This, bro. Is, is I was gonna, fear of settling. I was going to tell you to play it. I, I, I want to, yeah, I'm going to play it in. Also, to what you're saying, I was reading a book the other day, The Realest Shit Ever. That whole, that whole idea of like, Ambition, not being able to be grateful of what's going on around you. That's my biggest. That's my biggest. Watch flaw. this. Well, not my biggest flaw. But I'm about to give the whole world a quote from this book. It's not a bug, it's a feature. Explain more. If it was a bug, right? We look at it. I look at it like a bug sometimes. What's wrong with me? Why can't I just be happy with what I got? Mm. 
it's a feature because if I was so content, happy as a pig in mud with what I got, I would never get more. I want yeah. it all. I just feel it's like a I feature. Haven't... It's a feature to be dissatisfied, bro. That's how I feel. It's a fe- it's development. I just be scared. Nature's that I'm meant not to grow. Enjoying what. Like the shit I was working for, I get. I don't get to enjoy the shit that I. Yeah, it's like, like the, I, the whole the journey is of important. Like, of course, I know the journey is the most important part. Yeah, but at some point, we have to appreciate the finish line because then I feel like we don't even go into the next journey with the right mentality. It's like the salary you dreamed of getting is now the one you're starting. Like what? What with. am I actually working for? Yeah, ambition. It'll. Ne- it's insatiable. So I'm not even really working for that end goal at the end of the day yeah. at all. <laughs> There's no end goal. Oh, start this from the top. Turn this music up too, please. You hear these? Is this a, is this a, Let me try to call it one more time. You, you can be, we turn the speakers up? Yeah, it just might feed into um the mics. That's why That's it, it sounds great on the. Oh, okay. The yeah. I've been calling, trying to get a hold of you. You, yeah, yeah. Feeling lost and I don't know what to do. So can you get back to me? So can you get back to me? I'm calling God, leaving voicemails I know you're there, I need to talk before my voice fails Before your boy bails Cause they be taking all the fun away I'm listening to say goodbye to Hollywood and run away I guess be careful what you wish for, right? You say the truth and they come at you with pitchforks, right? I'm in Copenhagen, overthinking Every It's funny cause I, this tone right here This is, this is LaRussell That's why I relate to it, bro yeah. It's, harder to keep going. it's that I need conversation yeah. shit, yeah I swear none of these massages get the stress off, God Sometimes I swear I wanna get the gun and let off, God Aiming right at my enemies, make the devil obey me They trying to kill me, can you blame me for the thoughts I have lately? I know it sounds crazy, that's why I call daily Please don't betray me, God can you save me, pick up I've been calling trying to get a hold of you You see what I'm saying, it's like The fucking beat is crazy as fuck The hook is saying something This is me leaving a voicemail to God I was in Denmark and I wrote this you know what, um, these drums remind me of uh, 50 when it rains in force. That's what I'm saying. That, I'm from that. I'm from Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. You feel me? That's how crazy that came out. Family issues make success bittersweet. Sometimes a cold shoulder's the only way to deliver heat. That's the situation. Sometimes a cold shoulder's the only way to deliver heat. That's the situation. I hear you. That would be my favorite thing. When you're in the studio with a rapper. I gotta give y'all self awareness. Y'all don't hear. Y'all gotta get self awareness. When you sit there and listen, you Got, they got the speakers super loud, and they're trying and to you can hear, explain to you the bars. And, and now you rapping yeah. in my ear, like, like yo, did you hear what I, like, yo? Did you hear what I said? I'm yeah. like, well, I'm trying, I'm trying my best <laughs> and not doing. But I'm like, dog, you don't hear. I said sometimes success is bittersweet. Sometimes a cold shoulder is the only way to deliver heat. That's the situation that I'm in with my dad. Me and my mom dip quick. No one lives with my dad. Yeah, it's sad, but he brought it on himself. Last time we talked, we didn't talk. We just yell. Mm. It's crazy. That, that must be a white New Jersey thing. Just yelling? Because <laughs> I, I, I totally relate to that. <laughs> uh, I will because we're getting the, the, the wrap up thing. Um, I feel like you're one of the more self-aware people I, I've met in like a quick amount of time. We just met today, but you know you compete when someone is yeah. pretty self-aware. I know you've thought about how you're going to age in hip hop. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've watched a lot of artists look kind of crazy trying to age and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And then we watched a lot of artists know how to age beautifully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you see that plan? 
And if you don't have that answer, that's fine. I have it. Yeah, I think I was. I knew you had the answer. I think I was. Uh, <laughs> he he thinks. No, I Russia's know. I can tell. Uh, he, he, he thinks everything. He's I not think. Going- um, I think indirectly. I think that's kind of what made me corny to a lot of younger artists was that when I was 23, 24, I was already kind of coming off so serious about the business. Mm-hmm. And but I think as we all get older, and you know, I'm about to be 30 next year. It's like. I think it might be time to get serious about the business. Mm. I've been serious about it though. Yeah. So where, how I'm going to age gracefully in it is starting the label, mm. you know, uh, more CEO type positions, equity situations, mm-hmm. you know, where it's for the artist. So I feel like anyone who knows is like educated on my career could probably assume where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like you go look at a lot of other artists' careers. I don't know if you could really, like, where are they going to go? If you're just a party rap guy. Your fans are going to grow up. Yeah. That's why I be trying to tell people. They're going to have kids and wife. That party rap shit is cool, but I'm cool on that. Yeah. Party rap ends, bro. Mm -hmm. The party has to end at some point. And I never, I never seen one artist, I never looked up to one artist who was a party rapper. Mm Mm-hmm. That could just make party records, but they wasn't a party rapper. Every artist I look up to can make them, exactly. but they're not a party yeah, rapper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Every artist I look up to who I feel like are the goats are, we feel like they, we know them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We know Jay-Z. We mm-hmm. think we do. We know Kanye. We know Drake. We know Cole. We know Kendrick. We know Nipsey. It's like, we know Cuddy. We know, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. We know DMX. We know Pac. We know Biggie. It's like, you feel like you know them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just hear about how many bottles you have in your section with car. That shit is cool because 15 year old kids think that shit is cool. Right. But those kids grow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like Adele says some shit in that Zane Lowe interview where she's like, if everyone's making music for 12 year olds, who's making music for 30 year olds? Right. Yeah. So I, I, and hip hop is so young that we don't know what the landscape looks like when Drake is 50, mm-hmm. when Cole is 50. Mm-hmm. You know, we've only really seen like Jay-Z age. Yeah. Obviously the Big Daddy Canes and then yeah. KRS-1s are yeah. older, but I'm mm-hmm. saying like on a mainstream, mainstream, mainstream level, it's like we're just now seeing the Mick Jaggers of hip hop. Mm-hmm. What happens when we're 40 years from now and I'm 70? You right, know what I mean? Right, like right. That's why I think you get the Nas Life is Good album. <clears throat> that's why I think you yeah. get the whole 444 album. Yeah, and it, it, I agree. And you gracefully age. And that's why you I think it's important. You out of touch, but you yeah. are not trying to be young. But that's why I think it's important for artists like Jay-Z and Nas to keep this shit going. Because y'all dictate where this runway ends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that Nas is aging so gracefully sonically. Same with Jay-Z. It's like, it's important. I don't want to hear Jay-Z do party rap. Mm-hmm. Unless... Unless it's a black tie party and it's that type of fucking yeah. sound. Right. But I don't need to hear Jay-Z on... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't need to hear you over a future beat. Right. You feel me? Like, do you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think there's a lot of value in just playing your role. Mm-hmm. If you're 22 right now and you're popping, be 22 and popping. Mm-hmm. But also understand, it's what Jay-Z talked about in that other interview, the white hot space. That white hot space ends at a certain point. Like the 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 most valuable currency in rap is being new. Yo, yeah. We're, th- this genre is the only genre that does not celebrate longevity. No, because you're old. Yeah, it's, you know it's what I'm saying. Country yeah. for old men. Over here. Like <clears throat> Mick Jagger's cool. Bon Jovi's cool. You two is cool because they're old. Yeah. yeah. If you're old in rap, you're whack. 
it's because rap is like based off the youth for yeah. like a lot of it, but which is beautiful in the same regard. But it's cool. But there's a way for it I to think age too. I think that's a testament of just the newness of rap. Yeah, I feel like when we're 200 years into this shit, mm-hmm. it'll be cool to yeah. be old in rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but I think even with the new media shit, like with the with the Wu Tang show on Hulu and like. Telling greatest, the story. greatest show oh, it's, ever it's dog. fucking phenomenal it's but I think show that's ever. a new way with hip hop adapting into what's going on with media and streaming and everything that's gonna help age it as well and that's what I'm saying that Wu-Tang like it's beautiful it's bro, such a good show I'm just like I wish we could talk for fucking five hours <laughs> I like I'm here to do like a couple things and that's it and as I get older I like sort of have a clear understanding of my purpose and it's to make as much meaningful music as possible and put it out as often as possible. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And because I understand that it's it's just about impact. It's about that shit Tupac said, where you spark the mind that changes. That's what it's about. That's what I'm doing it for. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I never looked at music like a hustle. I was fortunate enough where I didn't need to look at it like mm-hmm. a hustle, you know, and I understand that I don't understand mm-hmm. the lifestyle of people who, nah, this is just a lick, mm-hmm. you know, but... For me, man, I'm trying to just be great. I'm trying to make great music. I'm trying to have great messages that if I don't have a hit on radio for two years, my fans aren't going anywhere mm-hmm. because my lyrics are tatted on them. Yeah. I saved them from suicide. Like mm-hmm. a lot of this party rap shit that's going on, like if you don't keep one of those in rotation every seven months, dead. we forget about yeah. you. Yeah. And like people can't, you know, uh, you know, if anyone's like, oh, well, Russ fell off. Was I ever on in y'all's eyes? Hmm. I don't know if I was... At, I've never been, like, here. Mm-hmm. When Rihanna posted me, that was the closest I got. Mm-hmm. To, but, like, it was still sort of like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I love that. I used to get mad that I was never really, like, amongst. I kind of... What I'm starting to accept is I'm starting to... John Mayer told me this. He said, take your coat off. You dropped something, by the way. How you just dropped John John Mayer like okay I was, I was with John I who just has casual nah, conversations with John Mayer it, I've, Go ahead. I've cuz I've dropped that line before <laughs> <laughs> because it's really 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 insane like I said how do you balance that one foot in one foot out you know mm-hmm. I'm still like I lived 24 years of regular life right I didn't get on till 24 mm-hmm. 25 so like I'm four years into this, barely, you know? Mm-hmm. So he was like, take your coat off. And that should just, like, mm. like settle in, right. dog. Sit down. Like, this is really, and it also reminds me. I like that. Take your coat off. It also reminds like me of, like, Tyler, the creator, had this interview where he said he was at this party, and he was just, I guess, feeling, like, awkward or whatever, and Denzel came up to me and was like, stop acting like you don't belong here. And I think that's a really tough transition um, to sort of to go from not being on, really trying hard to get on, getting on, and sliding and slinking into the role of like I'm not going anywhere because naturally you're very feral. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like That's when you I see think. an animal in the wild, their eyes because any moment they could die. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels like when you first get on. Mm-hmm. Any moment this shit can fucking be over with. But you have to define here, like Denzel saying here. Is he talking about where they actually were or don't act like you don't belong amongst all these people? Because I the think, way you're talking I think, about validity, your track list, yeah. you belong here. 
Yeah, you belong no, you're in the actually, hip hop that matters. You actually do more better than <laughs> so. Yeah, so a lot if you want to belong people. at a, a I just party know somewhere, that the, like, it's different. The, I'm the person that I feel like the industry doesn't want to clap for because but, they feel like which I get because I'll say anti this. industry. Well, it's not even that. I clap for myself, so I feel like right. And this is what's fucked. This is like on a deeper level. I think with people in general, people I think innately want to clap for someone who isn't clapping for themselves because we want to feel responsible for your confidence. Of course. And if we see you don't fuck with yourself, bro, you can do it. You can do it. As soon as you start fucking with yourself, we feel like we're not needed. Oh, you don't need me. Oh, you feel like you don't need our applause. All right. Right. That's why I said on distance, it's like, uh, you know, which one are success or struggle? Which one are you choosing? They hate you when you winning, but root for you when you losing. losing it's yeah. confusing. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And it's like, so I, I feel like if I would have did the tail between the legs, happy to be here. Like, no, like I'm really just, yo, I appreciate everything. That's how it's set up though. Everyone would have been like, we want you I, to win so bad, dog. You know what I'm saying? When I was working at labels. That's not me, dog. I'm Kobe. I used to tell artists when I was working at labels, I'm like, yo, you got to make everybody in this office feel like, they're important to you. Yes. Like I used to tell, I, when I was at Def Jam, I used to walk artists that had just signed and meet everybody, like the assistants in yeah. every department. And granted, they was good people and was all that, but that was the system of no one's going to work for you until they feel like Invested. they're needed. They're like, the yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, That's 48 is, it's nice, shit, yeah. but mm-hmm. it still shouldn't be like, come on, the liner notes in the CD booklets that we had with all those thank you names of I mean, I mean, they were all your family, but <laughs> the, the people we didn't know, yeah. like it was all these thank yous to a bunch of names we didn't know. That was so the label felt like they did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, everything is run off ego. Of course. On That's both sides. On both on sides. On both sides. On both sides. But everything is run off of how good can you make someone feel about working with you and rooting for you. But And, and that's where. When, I can't help that I grew up on Kanye West interviews. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of the best ever. Like Kanye West was, you know, before he ever put shit out, talking about, I'm going to get a number one debut album. If it's not that album, it's the next. Like, I just feel like, is it also Jay-Z said in the Elliot Wilson shit, like, I didn't do this shit to be number two. Right. Like, and and I could fake humble. Who said that? Was it Kendrick? Who said fake humble to get y'all to fuck with me? Uh, he has a record called Humble. I know, but it was Humble. someone who said, <clears throat> I can't fake Humble to f- get y'all to fuck with me. It was like Drake or one of them, one of the big three. But basically it's like, if y'all think Steph Curry walks on a court and doesn't think he's better than everyone on the court, mm-hmm. he you're be on Steph meth. <laughs> he wouldn't be Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Now- But I don't it, get arrogant from you though. I don't get arrogant from me either. I get, I just think I'm better than everyone and I vocalize it. But why, don't you though? Right. Like- but, well, but but because I vote like the reason why I vocalize it is to get people to fuck with themselves. Right. Like I vocalize it on some. If little old me thinks this highly of myself. Mm-hmm. Right. You got no reason to think you're not ill. Mm-hmm. So like 
my confidence should inspire you to be confident. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't offend you. And if it offends you. Well, that's we, we talked about that earlier. That's what I said. You said it on the album. That's what I said on nothing The shit you hate about me is the shit it's you missing hate. in you. Yeah. You soft. But yeah. that, that's also, I forgot what Kwali interview it was years ago and outside of political shit. They said, anytime someone calls Kanye arrogant or or feels like uncomfortable around Kanye, that's an insecurity in their it's own insecurity. self. They, they yeah, hate how arrogant that. he is because they don't feel that way about themselves. They hate that they don't love themselves like that. You ever met someone where... They were so confident and sure of themselves that it agitated you. Yeah, me. That's happened to me before. Just like in general, like, I tell the truth. Mo, just be too cool. No, I, but <laughs> honestly, I've never. That's never. No, a, but I'm a, saying like, when it could be a second. It's not in totality. You might have an off day. Yeah, you feel that's me? What I'm talking about. Is yeah, some, you might have an off day where you're like, you're just DNA. not feeling yourself like that all the way in that moment. Very, you know. And it's if you're trying to push it on me, like on some. You you start talking like down on me type shit. That's when I'm like, oh no 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 no, no. Not, not not talking down. It's more so like, it's more so like, damn, this person's hella sure of themselves and hella confident, and it has you feeling, uh, less than because of your own bullshit because because you're not there yet with your own self. And I ask questions, which, which you're projecting your insecurities on somebody right. else. And what that comes down to is like. That should be inspiring to you. Not see, I would always take those moments like, I'ma feel myself that heavy too one day. Mm-hmm. Most people do, who do you think you are? Yeah, I'm not feeling that. yourself like that. But that comes from a place of I don't feel that way about myself and how I'm gonna deflect on it is make yeah. you the villain. Like you're oh, not like, so what's great. wrong with you? Like what and you're doing. And that's why, like, that's why the artist consumer relationship is toxic because it's the most toxic. Because Artists benefit more when they're broke and going through hell. Mm-hmm. But all right, because guess what? It's a great point. Most consumers are not financially free and are going through hell. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think miserable songs, heartbreak songs win? Mm-hmm. Struggle songs win because most of the world is struggling and miserable. Mm-hmm. So that's what's so fucked up is that being an up and coming artist. You got fans who root for you. I can't wait for you to be on. You deserve so much more love, support, money, credit, whatever you want to say. Then you get all of that. And then they tell you, come back. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. But but it's like, but I thought you wanted me to get here. Oh, no. You wanted me. You just wanted to have some sort of uh, territorial stake, stake in the ground. Yeah. That let me know that you see me, mm-hmm. but you really didn't want me to succeed because mm-hmm. me succeeding infiltrates on your sense of self. Yeah. But, but you know? is that okay though? Because they ju- they're not your friend, they're not your family, they're a consumer. Because I've been one of those people. That's that, fine, I, but don't I, act I, I see, like you're I a see fan, an artist. Man. I see an artist go through something, and I'll be honest. It'll be certain times of artists that I know take pain and put it in music and mm-hmm. make create great music, and I see them go through something publicly, and I'm like, oh, we about to get a good album. <laughs> and, right. and that's very selfish because that person's really going through something. It's not mm-hmm. affecting my life. You're not supposed and, to and, care. I'm, and I'm looking for <laughs> right. a benefit out of your pain, like which is a very terrible thing. We to, do that all the time. But that's that's, that's, I don't that's the fans care. that's a consumer thing. But all right, if they they're are not, showing, they're, if they're showing up for you and paying, they're still a consumer at the end of the day. And you could even dare I say, if they're showing up for you in your pain, they're maybe the realest consumer. If we want to get that real. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if they're only there when shit is lit, when you win the World Series, okay, you could be like, I'm really happy that y'all are at least happy I'm winning. But aren't they realer fans 
if they're actually there for you when the heartbreak came, the depression came, even if it's for their own selfish value of, well, now I'm not so alone. But that's, see, mm. that's, see, that's a weird comparison. And because, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you why it's a weird comparison. I'm going to tell you why you're weird. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why it's a weird comparison. Because you have to realize you're in the music business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because the business you put out is your personal life, yeah. you can't compare it to the Yankees that <laughs> when it's like, Doug, we're here for a business. We spend this money. We, we need to go to the World Series so we can get everybody. Yeah. We don't care about our core. We don't want a core fan base. Mm. Right. You think we want a core fan base? <laughs> right, Dog, right. I don't want nobody here when we're losing. No yeah. one shows up. So yeah. we got to go to the World Series. True. Mm -hmm. And that's the weird part uh. of music. You're selling yourself. It's the only business. It's not a t-shirt. It's not, here's the t-shirt <clears throat> for the price. I pay $6. It's 30. Here's the transaction. You wear it. Bet. We want to pay all this money to bring this this athlete into our team so we can get to the championship, so we can get people in these motherfucking seats and get advertising. Yeah. There's no real emotion to it. You in the music business are merging the two because you're selling yourself yeah. and your feelings. You expect the consumer to act like they're your friend when you want them to act like a business transaction. And you yeah, can't, you're, you're catch 22. That's true. I see what you're saying. Like you, you have to pick a side. So yeah, no, True. that person is like, no, listen, I only like Russ when he goes to the World Series. No, I don't care about the team when they're not winning. Mm -hmm. You can't get mad at them for that. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I want to watch my team. I want to watch my team do sad songs. And when y'all not doing sad songs, I'm, I'm not out. coming to the game. I'm out. <laughs> I bro, I you're spot on. I agree with that. Cause it's like, look, this is what I want to get out of you. I want to hear the depression songs. That doesn't make me and, and, and that doesn't make me less of a fan. It just means I'm a fan of that style of yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing that, maybe that's for them. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think you're right. I think as artists, we think everyone is like, you know me, like we're friends. Like, you don't fuck with what I'm going through. It's like, no, we don't. And then, and then at, the same time, right. at the same time, I watch artists when they go out in public be like, yo, why all these people think they know me? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but see, I what, will like say you got to pick a side. Yeah. But I will say this. I will say this. The realest shit you could ever dress up as is is yourself mm -hmm. in the music sure. business. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, the artists who don't wake up and have to put on a costume um, and sort of like act a certain way, mm. they have the most longevity because I feel like I can just be me and that's enough marketing for the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Which, which yeah. is a blessing, by the way. Yeah, because I never went into it like, I'm going to wear the same haircut with the same glasses and the same... You know, it's just like, yo, like sometimes I'm with my French bulldog and like I have glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm on the like same with, with, with my multi pool. I'm no, on the same. But it's like, there, there's a pro and con to that. The con is like, I'm not that mystique Frank Ocean where like I blow my nose and the world stops. Right. Because like, did he move? Wait, yeah. does, he have, does he have sinuses right now? Oh, Frank? Yeah. Because oh, I, I like to, I would like to know. That's no. what I'm saying. If he does, <laughs> Frank I think we Ocean should all that, stop what we're Frank doing. Frank Ocean opened that gay club and we never heard from him since. You know that shit profiting yeah. crazy. <laughs> he opened a gay club? Did right he? before pandemic. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was DJing at a club. He was doing yeah, it. Open. Was that his though? I thought fire. it was. I thought I that was, was I thought he was DJing. Frank Ocean is so No, fire. he's 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 one of the greats. Yeah. Especially off your message. That, that okie doke he did with Def Jam Crazy. to put out two albums in one day and they didn't know that he put out two albums oh, I feel he, like it's a that's movie the most legendary that. shit ever oh hell yeah I feel like it's a movie for that I feel like somebody has to write that movie Frank Frank is different man 
Frank is a genius. And I saw this interview he did where he was talking about like his best melodies are just the simplest ones. It like rings in my head every time I'm in the studio, to be honest. Because if you're sitting there trying trying to come up with the melody, it's over with. How much of an overthinker do you think you are? What? What's the, on a scale of 1 to 10? 35. Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> 35. What I recently started doing, so I have this project that I'm working on that I'm like six songs deep. I just... The studio's in the crib. I engineer myself. I can make 20 songs in a week. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I got this like thing I'm doing called Unlocked. And it's it's just the most free expression. I'm just, I really did it after watching the whole Wu-Tang show. I went and downloaded like a RZA drum kit online. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yo, let me just fucking not even think about what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. First snare that sounds good. First everything else, boom. First sample that sounds good, cool. Don't write shit down. Get on the mic instantly and just punch. Do two lines at a time. Say the first thing that comes to mind. Do I got like six, seven songs like that. They're crazy. And they're the most fun I've had in the studio because I'm not thinking. Because mm. I'm just saying shit. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking awesome. But other than that, yeah, man, I fucking overthink everything. Because I when it comes to the bars, yeah, bro. I'm about to sit there and think. Because I'm trying to write crazy yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. Like... I'm trying to come up with schemes that are crazy. Like I said, some crazy shit on the blue chip shit that like, you can't just freestyle that. Like, uh, what I say? Uh, Della Don, my game's ill. Limes with tequila or the heat to this J will. Make skills appear like magic. Pass. It's like Della Don has played sick for mad long. She has mm -hmm. Lyme's disease, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Della Don, my game's ill. Limes with tequila. Or the heat to this J will make skills appear like magic. The heat to the J will is uh the ladder to the J will make skills appear. But Jason Williams play for the heat, make skills appear like magic, play for the mm -hmm. magic. I can't like, you know what I'm saying? That's like I gotta sit and think about schemes right. like yeah, that. Yeah, shit like mm -hmm. that. You is know very, what I mean? Yeah. Like New York Knicks fame. So she deep throat, then my D rose, then her knees broke. I'm the G O. No bullshit. Like mm -hmm. I can't freestyle that. Yeah. If I could, I'm the GOAT. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite shit is watching rappers rap their own bars and smile. I love <laughs> you know, me. You know who's the number one person that does that? Hope. Hope be saying his shit, and you I could tell. You could tell Hove is like, "Oh, I like what I just said." Bro, I love my bars on this shit. Is he? Oh yeah, I love my bars on this. Hove is, is the number one that'll that'll repeat I some shit. And in be conversational like, mm. raps with punchlines, like because I don't like just straight punchline rap like that. Because hey, I feel I'm, like I'm, I, I'm too old for that shit now. Yeah, because I feel like I don't learn that much about you. Yeah, I like when it's sprinkled in with like. Show us is still there. You still got that's, it. But that's why I like you choosing Banks for that record. Because oh, yeah. if you've seen where Banks, Banks has been is in his career right now, mm -hmm. he's not the POK anymore. He yeah. really did. Banks going to tell you about his life. Yeah. So him going on the beat that you picked, when that came I on, I was like, oh, so thank God. That. This shit is mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, nah, Banks, Banks is by far one of my favorite rappers ever. I like when I hear, like, everyone that sent their verse, and I'm like, I can just tell y'all still active. Yeah. There was no rust mm -hmm. detected. You know what I'm saying? Like Saha's verse I love too. Yeah. I want to That's one of my favorite rappers. He said fuck it. He said crazy shit. Yeah, he's one of my favorite. Piss rappers. under your pillow, try to kill your dreams. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Come on, dog." It's yeah. crazy. Saha owes us owes us some music. He doesn't owe us some music, but I want some fucking music. Yeah. <laughs> he hit me the other day like, "Man, like people going crazy about my verse. Like it's about to, it's time to put out the album. I got a crazy song on Saha shit." For real? <laughs> I'll play with like the camp, bro. Oh my God. I fuck with Saha, man. It's hard. Like, 
Whatever, man. He's insane. <laughs> but I um, bodied that shit too. All right, all right, to well, to close it. it with some controversy, uh, name a rapper that's trash that you want to beef with. Like, come on, <laughs> say who's whack. Come on, give us some. No, nah, we, we this entire conversation want, was amazing. We did no salacious shit, which I love. That's the point of nah, this, the this women platform. Shit will probably bite one of us in the ass. One of us is getting a text. Oh well, we we pod every other day, so we're yeah. past. We, 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 we get bit in the ass every day. Yeah. One of us is getting a text. <clears throat> no, nah, I don't. I like, was definitely man. at dinner one time, and, and Shorty's friend brought up Russ, and I was like. He's not here. Why you said his name? <laughs> For real? Well, on some negative shit or some positive? No, on some uh, he beat. <laughs> yeah. For real? No, I don't know. I wasn't with him. <laughs> <laughs> you were fucking with Chica. I fucking with. No, I was not. I was with uh, a girl that I was fucking with and her friend. friend. Which mind you, like we were, we was talking about like cancer or something. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, and then I dated this guy, Russ. So I was like, whoa. Dated, yeah. See, oh, <laughs> see, that's when it gets tricky, right? Hold up, hold see, up. See what I'm saying? They're lying on you. I've never dated none of y'all. <laughs> like, hold up. This is what I'm saying. Yo, saying I've never dated any of y'all, like all of y'all. None of y'all. None of y'all. I've not. If Russ, you bruh, dated somebody, What bro. is Okay, hold on. Let's get into that real quick. I, listen, <laughs> we keep talking. Sick. Hold on. Hold if on, your manager will I'll stay here for another two hours. <laughs> I'm chilling. Hold on. Hold on. We got to get this straight. Let me, I'm going to just pose questions. Okay. If I've never taken you out to eat, have we dated? I mean, to me, no, but to her, she may still think so. What, what, what are we doing besides going out to eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. Methamphetamines. Oh, no, nah, I definitely said I love you on those. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, no, I have, if I have we never shared food with you and you think we date. You're crazy. And you have never seen a room outside of my house other than the kitchen and the bedroom. Methamphetamines. Yeah. Methamphetamines. Meth. She's probably never seen you sober either. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I went I went through that Rolodex in my head. There's chicks I've known for maybe 15 years on and off that have that don't know me sober. I've only called them when I'm drunk and they've only came through when I was drunk. Nah, nah, nah. These ones that like anyone who could because I know like you've never met that's in the 15 was, years, you've never seen me in the daylight and not drunk at 3 a.m. Sounds like you have the problem, buddy. No, yeah, no. that's tough. That's that's a you thing. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm not saying it's a, a constant thing. I'm saying like, that's like throughout 15 years, like I'll see her twice. I'll see her twice a year. Type oh shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what and I'm not, saying. Yeah, like you, it's just that type of time. Yeah, like, we know. No, no, what if it is. was consistently for 15 years that I was drunk, yeah. no, I'm saying <laughs> yeah, I see you once or twice Every a year. December you've 23rd, only, I'm <laughs> You've only no, seen me at that time. Like that was crazy. Like you really can't say you know me because you don't know me. Like I never dated anyone. So you never had a girlfriend, like a legit girlfriend? He said two years he put a bit in. Yeah, no, I had girlfriends, but I'm saying like anyone that's saying that After the deal, is a dub. Yeah, they're out of their mind. They're trying to claim shit that's not theirs. So you got to understand that if you fuck a girl once. You tried to holler at me. And, and I you said have happy birthday to your story. Oh, they they're tried gonna to say, over like over They're going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, nuts. Yeah. No, you hold it. Like, it's sad. Honestly, it's sad. And and she probably so at dinner was like, oh, he's white. He must be a Russ fan. Yeah. She thought y'all wasn't gonna connect on that. Yeah, like, oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> this my imagine end. being imagine being impressed at a girl when she fucked a dude. Like that would impress you. Oh my god, man. <laughs> There's weird dudes like that though. Like, wait, you fucked them? It's like nasty right. behavior. Not me. It's the dudes who are really on some approval shit. Like, man, if Thug fucked, then I'm lit. If I'm I on the same level as him. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a crazy fucking mindset to have. Yeah, that's well, a yeah. sick ass mindset. It's the dudes who put like their self worth in the type of pussy they can get. It's tough, bro. That's why I stick to Savion Blanc, mind my business. Yep. I'll be in my salt cave. 
<laughs> Damaris is going to kill us. Um, I don't know how to wrap shit up. This was an amazing conversation. No, yo, no, Russ, this, this was one of, one of my favorite was, yeah, definitely one of my favorite conversations, Same, man. man. Like, yo, I'm a huge fan of your talent. Thank um, you. Um, and go, Chomp 2 is crazy. Yes. If go, y'all, go if y'all haven't heard it, get it. What's y'all's favorite song off Chomp 2? <clears throat> the joint with, um... Hmm. That's a good favorite? question. Damn, it's still early to know a favorite. Uh, I've had this show what, like, I should be able to have... Off red. The joint... I, I love the melody that she was rapping in on... Hold on, let me pull it up. Go I think right, I think note note to self, mm-hmm. note to self specifically, not only the record of just what it meant from we talk about high school era. Yeah, this was blog era of putting yes. Hit Boy, Sean, Wale, and Joey Badass yeah. together. Yeah, on that like that record meant a lot yeah, to me. And in, in the Same. time I grew up, it's like one train. Exactly, it was nothing yeah. new. And, and hearing that now with all of them and where they've been at, that was a thing. Um. But I like Sheep and I like Hustlers Freestyle. I, as much as I love the the features you put on here, I, I did like the records. It was just shit. you chilling. Lo- Bro, I'm telling you, something about me and Jake One is like special. Jake One is yeah, that Jake dude. One is, yeah, I he love did Jake Sheep one. and Hustler Freestyle. And it's just, there's producers that I have like a really special pocket with. And mm-hmm. it's like Jake One is just one of those dudes where I'm like, I could make a whole tape. I, like, I got I was gonna female say, yeah, thought about that? over. Locking Hell, with yeah. one producer for a whole Because well, I got like, Female records over Jake One Productions that yeah. aren't out because oh, Jake like, One is so talented. He just makes it's just my pocket. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like when you meet a girl and like y'all just kind of like on the same wave. It's mm-hmm. like that, bro. Anything he sends, I sound good on. Yeah, you know. What and I mean? and even nothing new is one of my favorites. It's not my favorite, but why do you think people don't ask Game to be featured on their records like that? People are sleep on Game. Game is Game's bro, discography is is untouchable. Game is one of the illest rappers ever. Ever. I don't give a fuck what anyone's talking about. And he, he name drops about, nonstop and he's still the illest rapper. When we talk about music and raps, we're not about to sit and act like the game has not delivered. When's the, la- when's the last time you heard a whack game verse? When's the last time you heard a, a whack game album? Literally. I, this shit he dropped uh, two years ago? What, what was his most recent album? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, game? It wasn't a. Uh, the, the one where the cover was shit. like in the studio and a bunch of like women. Oh, with oh born, born to rap. Born to rap. Born Dog, to rap is phenomenal. That shit is insane. I laughed mm-hmm. at the Ed Sheeran intro, but other than that, that shit is but flawless. Yeah, bro, there. like that whole shit is And the crazy. album cover is insane. But, yeah, album cover is nuts. But no, Born to Rap, it, Game does not make bad albums at all. He's he like, yeah, no, and he no one, he's I incredible. feel like he never does features. When I saw that, I was like, oh, a Game feature? You never see a Game feature. Here's, that was one of those crazy ones where I was like, yo, Game would sound crazy on this. Because it's high tech. I know yeah, high yeah. tech did like documentary shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, let me hit Game. I go to DM Game on Instagram. He had DM me three years ago. With mm. his number. Like, yo, hit me, blood. I was like, what? How the fuck did I miss it? What's wrong with me? Is that yeah. why you rap like seven blood references on this album? Nah, it was only oh. two blood references. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he flipped just... that, that line ten times. Nah, it was two times. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. One of them was crazy, though. Uh, a couple was, homies it was, blood, uh, but I invested in some crypto. crypto. It was the hardest I like that one. Ever. And then mm-hmm. the other one was mama seaside. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, a couple homies blood, but I put my mama seaside. That but was then I was like, he could be talking about, he's from Jersey, putting your mom in seaside heights. Oh, Jersey ain't, oh, ain't really that, that fly. Put my mom in seaside. Like, I don't know like, why you did that to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> For real, you think that's cool? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but nah, please, Chomp 2, check that shit out. Yes, yeah, I'm not mad at it. I, I know Good rappers raps. run around all the time, album of the year. I'm not mad at that marketing plan on this one. 
Yeah. I just think let's have that quick. Why do we have to wrap up, right? We got 20 more minutes or does everyone have somewhere to be? Demaris it's like when my grandpa, ass is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's happening? Name another rap album that dropped this year that has just more high quality raps and production on it. I don't think there's one that has as many high quality <laughs> raps. I think there's albums that Cole shit has high quality raps. I would definitely Whose put album has more high quality raps uh, on it? Uh, Makami shit, I really love. Yeah, Makami okay. album's crazy. Uh, um, it has the West album that uh, West album. That. Uh, which one he put out? And is Gibbs like putting is Gibbs putting his shit um out on this side of the, the year? Gibbs didn't want to rap, man. I know Gibbs. You don't fuck with me because of like Twitter back and forth. But Gibbs came up to he'll he'll deny this because he's a Twitter guy, but. Gibbs came up to me like five years ago. Mm -hmm. I was in Santa Monica at uh, uh, the hotel next to Casa Del Mar, shutters on the beach. Me and my manager were eating inside in a booth. Gibbs Hitler was, wears Hermes. Gibbs Gibbs was 19. with his Gibbs was with his girl at the time. I don't know if it's I don't know his life. He was with his wife, girl, whoever. Uh, I'm sitting. He in the was booth. with a person. He was with the person. A human. Yes. I'm with yeah. <laughs> a specimen. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I'm in the booth with my manager. Gibbs came up to the booth and mm -hmm. sat down. It was like, yo, I fuck with you. Here's my number. That was like five years ago, 2016. Okay. So now I know he doesn't fuck with me. Why? Well, I, I missed the you and Gibbs beef. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, Because I think I posted a beat saying I'm bringing soul samples back. I was just like making a beat and like producers were like laughing at it. Freddie Gibbs added into the commentary of laughing at it. And I'm like, that's one of those situations where it's like, dog, like, one, you're a little too old to be like laughing on Twitter about other artists and shit. Two, like, but that's Gibbs do funny Twitter shit, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then when academics and him were getting at in academics was like, I made more than you, and you're a rapper. I found that comical, mm -hmm. so I laughed on Twitter as well. Why can't I laugh? Oh, see, I got a laugh. Beef. Oh, see, I didn't. Okay, I didn't know. Was I, a, I didn't know it was an LOL. No, it's just Return. a laugh. It's, it's a, a beef. It's a laugh thing, but I, I didn't take it. It's an LOL I didn't, smiley face. Shout I didn't out to take Soulja it that Boy. serious. Yeah. I'm just, you laughed at me first. I'm laughing at you. Mm -hmm. Should be fine. Yeah. Uh, it's that rap ego shit. Nah, it's but that it's rap should, ego shit. Like, y'all want to give that first. Yeah, we yeah, put the yeah, hand yeah. out first. Oh, to you give LOL. Now I got an LOL. I hit him and I hit B-Dot. I told, I said, tell Freddie to come rap. Yeah. Didn't want to. So it's like, I don't have a problem with Freddie Gibbs. I'm, no, Freddie, that's the homie, man. You he's, just laugh cool. at shit. I laughed at you too. Yeah. And you got to realize Freddie on Twitter is really having fun. He's care. not being yeah. serious. He's never that. being serious. I me neither. I, I, I really, that's why I was like, come rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing I get what you're saying. What I've you know known, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Laugh, combo, laugh. you and Freddie. Okay, anyway, you let him know like your fam. That anyway, ain't nothing. Yeah. Come rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Freddie would get along. I already know. When I met him, he was cool. I don't have any problem with Freddie. I wanted to rap with Freddie because I think he can rap. But I also like, I heard him say something where he was like, I don't rap with people I can't relate to. So I get it. Like, you're not going to relate to what I'm talking about, maybe. Even though I feel like I'm talking about motivational. Yeah, why get on shit. It came off sort of like, unless you're doing street rap, I'm not rapping with you. Oh, no. Nah. And Gibbs, I mean, of course Gibbs does street rap, but yeah, he can rap about. I think I'm giving him more credit than he gives himself. I'm like, dog, I want you to come rap because I think you're just ill at rapping. But mm -hmm. if you want to be like, you know, I don't no, know. Freddie is crazy. He's crazy. I, I think he's dope. Him. All right, well then, then so we can really close. Name a, I rap, body name, name, name a rapper you, you, <laughs> you could not out-rap, but you could knock out. <laughs> gotta get, the, gotta get that. I can out-rap anyone I feel like on my best day. That's not to what be I honest. 
<laughs> I've been training for it. You, you, heard my, you heard my shit on Enjoy the View. Yo, These listen, hands, man. elbows, and knees yo, well, yo. three days a week for rappers who think it's sweet. When the, they when get the, beat. I know. Fuck I, the I, drama, not lesbian see, alcohol. Plus, there's always straps around like lesbian households. I didn't oh. just ask this question mm. out of nowhere. I listened to the album and mm-hmm. you brought it up. I don't want anyone to know our, that our I like festival safe though. is the is the world yeah. safe now that you out here. Right. You're, you're, taking <laughs> you regret any of that shit? Hell no. They deserved every minute of it. Okay, I respect it. I think like I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, if you are using your platform to mobilize your fans to sort of uh, take down my castle mm-hmm. and don't fuck with him, don't. Don't even give him a chance. That's I'm going to use my platform to get y'all to not fuck with someone else. It's hands. It, it's hands and Why feet. would it not be? Yeah. I'm taking care of my whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, sure. I understand it. It's and it's like the weird thing to me with some I of I guess these regret people, is where you did it. Because you did explain that. And I understand. It's your livelihood. But, the, but where you did it. What? Where you did it. What? Publicly? Yeah, and what? at a place Absolutely. that and at a place that compromises your livelihood because you wow. did it at a festival, and you know anytime rappers fuck up at festivals, they don't get booked for festivals no more. Nah, he just taking on site. It's on site. Yeah, it's all like I, at I the end of the day. On site. Yeah. At, I'm at, just, at the end of the day, I'm one of those like artists who, um, you know, like the the Mala Luna Festival where the Guap that shit happened. That I got two hundred grand to headline that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, I made 600 grand at Staples Center on my own show. I don't need a festival to make money. Y'all need festivals to make money. Mm-hmm. That's where rappers get overpaid at festivals. I, that's why I love festivals because mm-hmm. that's where rappers get their bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what's going on with these real the tickets crush. and real merch sales. You feel me? Like, right. I made 636,000 at Staples. Like, I made 600 it's called, grand at Saudi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need festivals. Like, we're not going to book you for any more festivals. Okay. <laughs> I'm my own festival. You yeah. idiot. Like, See, and that's why people don't like you. Right exactly. There. Right. That, yeah. that, that line. That's I gonna love come, it. Me? That's gonna I love it. But that's, but but that's, that's what I'm why. saying. Because y'all want to control people. Yeah, I get it. Y'all want to have the upper hand. And when someone says, fuck your upper yeah, hand. I get it. It's a problem because now it threatens your little like, like fucking pissing contest. Yeah. It's like, dog, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, to that point of that shit, it's like. If I don't even know you were all grown, I don't like the people who, like, they run in your house with a gun and they film it and you freak the fuck out and knock them the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And you get up saying, chill, it's a yeah. prank. Yeah. That's yeah. like this generation. It's like, yeah. what about that is the prank? Right. Yeah. Where was the that. prank part? Right. So it's like YouTubers or whoever are just like, make a video to just make fun of me for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. If you get your ass beat, I almost feel like you should probably be expecting that at this point. Mm-hmm. It's, old. It's, like, it's definitely old. What What about that was the prank? Right. I, I missed the joke. Mm-hmm. I can take it. I joke. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. We right. can joke. We, we're not friends. What, I got a big nose, like mm-hmm. big ass forehead. You're mm-hmm. short. Like I can take a joke. Mm-hmm. Joke. Come on. Right. But when you're on some like, you're corny as fuck. Fuck you. You're whack as hell. Everyone that I fuck with, don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Where's the joke? Right. I'm going to fuck you up. Right. And like you're a fucking maniac if you think you're not owed an ass beating mm-hmm. for fucking with someone's livelihood and trying to justify it on some white frat boy I'm gonna play the victim like nah it was a joke mm-hmm. nah dog you're getting punched in the mouth and figure that shit out afterwards I like that I like that no, I, I like respect that, that I respect that I like that ending too well listen man Chomp too <laughs> I like that <laughs> we appreciate you coming by kicking with it, kicking it with us I wish we had more time We'll, we'll do it again. Yeah, how about say we'll like, do it we again. Can come I to music every fucking. I know you're good for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, 
We could do this bi-monthly. Yeah. I know. I love, <laughs> I love talking, man. Yeah, Come man. On. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do we'll it. be down in Atlanta um, end of the month, right? Yeah. Cool. That we might can do be, a part two. Oh, that might be a cool year. What? End of the month? December? Y'all would be in December. Not even end of the month. All right, man. We appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank appreciate you for y'all having me. Congrats on the release. Everything I've seen has been amazing uh, responses. So, for real. Thank you, man. Congrats, man. Appreciate I know that. this took some shit to put together. <laughs> yeah. Fire. So, so, it was worth yeah. it. Thank you Congrats, for this. Congrats, man. Thank Hell you. yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. No, Warrior, 